Welcome to the Hideout Radio 104.1. FA does be live on a Wednesday night. Let's do this. Come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. That's how you can be somebody in the hideout tonight. we got Universal uh, Orlando Halloween Horror Nights passes to give away. Ooh. Tickets to the Do Action Sports Tour uh, and a whole lot more. So uh, stick by your radio dials to be a winner. Also a chance to get qualified for free beer in just about 15 minutes. With the hideout final score square challenge brought to us by Miller Lite. Game of the week this week, Dallas at Philly. Look for that on RollRadio.fm. Chunk Corolla, executive producer, is here. Tommy Bateman, our director on the Tuck and Roll Controls. And uh, the great Zoom Manning screens your phone calls. He's our intern. Tommy uh, will not be with us tomorrow night because he's going to be out at the uh, Predators, Orlando Predators dance team finals at Hummer of Orlando at 434. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Maitland Aff. Yeah, he'll finally have some good eye candy at night instead of looking at me, staring into my beautiful blue eyes. Ew. I told him, make mm. sure you wear a hideout shirt, and he goes, uh, they tell me dress nice. <laughs> Never what, mind. our hideout shirts aren't nice? Never mind, then. It's not dress, dressy like they said. Yeah, so you go out there and you impress, and uh, you get us some good cheerleaders. We need to get you a hideout silk tie. You Why? know, I've never worn a tie. Really? Never. Ever? No. Lucky. That's crazy. Yeah, that is odd to think that you're a man and you're 28 years old and you've never <laughs> worn a tie before. I think that officially still makes you a boy. Have you ever been, Have you ever been to a funeral or anything? Yeah, and I don't remember what the hell I wore. I don't think it was a tie. Wow. I'm in a little respect. Screw them. Hey, really quickly. <laughs> Dead bastard. <laughs> I was talking to uh, Bradshaw during the switchover, and I had to stop him because, of course, he's so excited about his Yankees. And I had to stop him and just give him a little praise. I'm not a fan of the Yankees. Just because of the... To me, right now, they have one of those teams that your little brother will create when he's doing a season of MLB Live, and he trades for all the greatest players, and it's no fun playing him. It just doesn't seem right that you make it into the playoffs, and you have to to play like the the All-Stars. You know, it, the- it, it, it's just like playing that that stupid, uh, you know, uh, all Madden team on uh, on uh, Madden. That's a good point. I'd like to go back like three or four years and just see how many of those guys were all stars, but for different teams: mm-hmm. Oakland, um, the Marlins, Texas. They're, they're cherry pickers. They're the top forty. Don't be racist. There's no reason for that. They're the top forty of baseball team, where they just take the, a little bit of the best of everything. And throw it onto a station. But I had to tell him really fast. Derek Jeter may be one of the greatest baseball players to have ever played the game. You think so? And it's t- it's tough for me to admit that. Greatest looking. Uh, he's a sexy looking dude as well. Mm-hmm. But they ran down like today on Baseball Tonight, his top five plays of all time. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, this guy is probably one of the one of the greatest baseball players that we've ever seen. And it hurts me to admit that. Why? Why do you hate him so bad? Because he's a Yankee. Why? I, he's not like the other Yankees, though, that, uh, you know, kind of sell out. He kind of, uh, I'm he, a, I'm a he Met- made his name there. I'm a Mets guy. Are you? No, Let's no. go, Mets go? I guess. Minute too late, man, in the 407. What's going on? Hey, uh, did I make it for closer to the pin? I do your You're minutes. Min- yeah. Yeah, minutes too late. Sorry about that. Wish we could help you. Um... So anyway, I just wanted to, you know, throw that out there. Could you ever admit that, though? Like, I know you're a big Lions fan. Could you ever say, man, I tell you what, that Rex Grossman, he's one of the greatest uh, 
football players or Brian Urlacher or that Bears? Well, just because it's somewhat, it's another team. Like, would you ever be able to admit it? Um, I would have more problems doing that with any uh, Viking. I hate the Vikings. Just because they enter division rivalry with your Lions? Yeah, and I, I just don't like them as a team. I don't like them. I don't like their stadium. I don't like their jerseys. I don't like their draft picks. Neither do the Minnesota Laws, apparently. <laughs> they don't like them either. <laughs> the court system and the cruise lines. Like, you'll never be able to hear me ever say a positive thing about the Heat ever again in my life. Really? After, it's gone that deep. After the NBA Finals for my Mavs. I can say good things about, like, uh, I hate the Green Bay Packers as an organization, but you'll hear me talk great about Brett Favre and uh, a lot of the players on there. But, you know, I hate that team. I just wonder as a guy, you know, if you can just sit there and admit it. I Matt writes to me, he refuses to say Emmett Smith was any good. Even, Me too. Even though he was the top, he's the top uh, rusher of all time in the NFL. It's just because he was able to go for a long time. It wasn't that he was that great. He just played that long. Dude, he was fantastic no. in his day. Yeah, you throw anybody behind that line and uh, full back, and all they right. can get those yards. All right, Barry, I swear to Christ, Barry Sanders fan. Whatever. Yeah, Barry had nothing. He he was still Listen able to, to make uh make things happen. He was a mover and shaker. I'm like you're Emmett Smith. Maybe that's what sets me apart is I'm more highly evolved than you asses where I can sit here and I can say something positive about somebody else's team. Troy Aikman, I'd never admit, is being a good quarterback. He was. I couldn't. He was a great game manager. He was terrific at uh, at seeing the whole field and being able to uh, deliver the ball all around. He didn't have like anything outstanding other than... His ability to uh, know the game, dude. One of the honest things for me is that I, you know, grew up a Dallas Cowboys fan. Then I had to go work for the Washington Redskins radio network and sit there alongside <laughs> Charles Mann mm-hmm. and pretend I was a Redskins fan. I, I got another one too, and Hefe, maybe you'll agree because you follow follow basketball a lot. Allen Iverson, I'd say, would not be a good player for the simple fact is that he's not good at motivating a team. Whereas Jordan can motivate a team of kind of nothings to win, and Iverson just goes off on his own thing. I disagree with Iverson. Iverson is an individual off the court, but when he gets on the court, yeah, he's th- definitely a team player. I think his off-the-court rap affects his on-the-court uh, game. You he think he actually affects the game on the court? No, I, th- I the, 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 how he's perceived on yeah, the court. Yeah, pers- uh, the, the way uh, people perceive him. Let's go to JP in the 407. What's up, JP? Hey, guys. All right, I'm a big Roger Clemens. Well, was a big Roger Clemens fan. Then he went to the Yankees. And I had to hate him because he was a Yankee, but he's retiring as an Astro. Can I like him again? Or I mean, because the guy was just a beast. Oh yeah, for you guys especially. Um, I think you could probably like him again. Well, here's the thing: he goes to the rival, and mm. didn't he win a championship with the Yankees? Yeah. Yes, well, that's that, the thing that hurts. I don't think I could forgive him. I wouldn't. Really? And, and then what do you think about Johnny Damon now too in this All Star team that the Yankees have put I, together? I tell you, yeah, I quit. I mean, I'm a bigger Boston fan than I am. You know, because if I give him my choice of you know, root for the Yankees or the Red Sox, I'm going to go for the Sox, obviously. Right. And so, Damon's off the Christmas card list. You I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. yeah, you. I hear you. Thank you, brother. Let's go to Matt in the 407. What do you got, Matt? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Just want to back dubs, bro. Barry Sanders is the best running back to ever touch the ball. I give props to Damon Smith, but Barry Sanders did things that broke people's ankles. And I, I think the only person that comes close to that, his running style and who I think is going to break all the records is LT. I don't think uh, LT will stay healthy long enough. I agree that Barry Sanders was fantastic, but 
much better than Emmett Smith. If you put Emmett Smith, I mean, if you put Barry Sanders behind that uh, Emmett Smith line Listen, and fullback, you can say oh, that now, but you don't know. Who's I this? know for a fact. How do you know for a fact? We'll Watch never, the game tapes. We'll never know for a fact. I don't think you gave him enough credit for the moves that he has. Did he have moves? Ben, did he have Barry Smith or Barry Sanders moves? No, but he had good moves. He didn't have one move. You're an ass. He could barely make his legs move. He had great vision. I hated watching Barry Sanders because when you watch Barry Sanders play, it was like going and watching a peewee football game where your little brother or your little cousin would run backwards for 20 yards and then try to go forward. But it was great because it was, it was when he only gained three yards, it was the greatest three yards you ever saw. Oh, Jesus. Anti-Matt in the 407. What's up, Anti-Matt? Yeah, man, as being a resident of Orlando for a long time, I can never like Shaq. After he left us Ooh. To, go to, to go to L.A., was Shaq and then Penny too, right? Didn't Penny yeah. screw Orlando over as well? Everybody abandoned us. I can't, I can't uh, forgive him for Shaq Fu or uh, that genie movie. I played basketball. Kazam. I played, Kazam, yeah. I played back, basketball with Nick Anderson about uh, three weeks back. How did that wow. go? Uh, he missed free throws, just like it was the finals all over again. Big hands. What's up, baby? Big hands, bitch. What's up? Hey, man. Walter Payton, best running back ever. Homer. Oh, yeah, you're not a Homer Sanders fan, are you? It's Barry Sanders. you got to admit he's the greatest to ever uh, touch the ball. i tell you one thing. Again, you know, rolling with my team, the Mavs, but when Michael Finley left us, instead of coming to, you know, maybe here Orlando or Miami, goes to San Antonio, our biggest rivals, I was so happy to see him lose. That and Steve Nash mm-hmm. after he left. I just like if any as much as I love uh, Dirk Nowitzki, but if he ended up leaving the team and leading another team to a championship, I may want to slip my throat. What if it's not really his fault? What if doesn't traded away? I couldn't deal with it. Even if he's traded away, he wants to still be a Maverick, but no. he, uh, he gets traded away. Couldn't your uh, your team makes a stupid move. He could have uh, overridden it. How? I don't know. But I'm willing to sit here and admit some of this stuff. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 in your singular wireless phones. Because you're right, man. Some, it's some too, About Barry? Yes, I am. It's something about your team as well. Mm-hmm. And you have this connection to your team. And to see them leave, they don't, they don't the, have the, a connection. Yeah, the funny thing is, the fans have such a connection to that team. But the players don't. The, the players are very, you know, out for themselves, at least in this day and age. They're out for themselves. If they find a better offer somewhere else, they're going there. Well, you have to. I know, but you, you take it personally when they don't. I mean, you just kind of think about the whole Johnny Damon thing from Bolton from the Bow Sox over to the Yankees and then having the Yankees crush the Sox this mm-hmm. year and their little super all-star team taking on the lowly Tigers. I think Yvonne Rodriguez is the only guy that I've ever stuck with from team to team that he's been my favorite. But he's my favorite baseball player of all time. Yeah. Pudge. Let's go do the Breeze in the 3-2-1. What's up, the Breeze? Hey, you guys are missing uh, Gail Sayers, greatest running back of all time. Hey, might as well just throw out a uh, trunk candidate. You're going to throw out Gail Sayers at me. All right, so rank them then. <laughs> Sanders. Uh, then Sanders at OU. Then uh, I would say Sanders, Peyton, Brown, maybe Emmett after that. What do you 
mean maybe? He maybe. does hold the top record. You got because he went for so long. You got to give him at least fourth. And yeah, I'll give him fourth, and then LT after that. But LT is going to move up those ranks. What is maybe it? better what is than with, Barry Sanders? What is it with you and your fascination with Tomlinson? Tomlinson is like terrific. His... Have you ever watched him run? It's small man can move, and then he throws that stiff arm out that plants people to the ground. Unbelievable, that you guy. Sure that's the only stiff part of his body you like? Well, whatever. If I could make him a lion, yeah. Oh, I would do it. Why does he want to go to purgatory? Huh? Why, why would he want to go to purgatory and play for the Lions? <laughs> Where careers yeah, go to die. Detroit. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on him. Craig in 386. What's up? All right. Uh, Tigers going all the way. <laughs> oh. They better win tonight, then. I, dude, you honestly think that the Tigers going to be? They, ha- the, they the, haven't done anything in months now. The all MLB, you know, All Star team and the Yankees. You honestly think the Tigers have a chance? Watch tonight. All right, go all the way. We will. They're going to blow, blow the Yankees out tonight. All right, here's what's going to be funny about this too. As a fan, you're blinded. Mm-hmm. It's it's a. Ki- I'm a Tigers fan, but not that hardcore. It's a kind of love. That surpasses any love you could ever have for a woman. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Oh, uh, <laughs> ask Matt about this. Uh, I was watching, uh, he was over at my place watching football this weekend. We were watching Lions, and it, it uh, came down to the end, and uh, there was a pass interference in the end zone, so we should have had the ball at the one. Well, they took back the call, and my girlfriend laughed. And I look at her, <laughs> I look at her and go, what the blank are you laughing at? And had her shut up right then. And if I loved her more than Lions, I wouldn't have said that. Because girlfriends, wives, they come and go. Your team is with you forever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Let's say the choice right now. I bet if we bought, if even Bradshaw b- brought him back in here, mm-hmm. and we put the Yankees and what is it? Their twenty-six rings, twenty-seven rings, mm-hmm. and his lovely wife. If we made him choose one, he's going Yankees. I guarantee it. And I'm sorry, honey, and you're listening. Sweet snugs. But if it but if it came down to it Oh, I'm gonna my eardrums out. (laughs) If it came down to it, uh Mavs will always win over you. Same. Same here with the lines. If it was your funeral and I had tickets to a preseason game (laughs) I'm going to the preseason game. Let's go to Brian in the 727. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, guys. You're talking about uh, running backs, uh, the greatest of them all, man. O.J. Simpson. Man, he could really slice it up there, couldn't he? People always forget about how fantastic O.J. was. He was great. I mean, that, he should have been uh, above uh, Emmett Smith in my list. I'm sorry about that. Whoa, whoa. You can't keep sliding down the all-time leader. It's a hideout, Road Radio, 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout, Roll Radio 104.180's bumper music every Wednesday. Who's our uh, qualifier, Dubs? Bill in the 407. Congratulations. Congratulations. Bill in the 407 qualified for that free beer from Miller Lite for the hideout. Football game of the week, final score, square challenge. Uh, basically, Super Bowl squares, we pick a game each week. I believe it was Robert D. Mm-hmm. who was the winner last week. Yeah, Robert D. got a case of beer and other good stuff from... Um, from Miller, and uh, who our qualifier this time was again, Dubs? Bill in the 407. All right, congrats, Bill. Look for all that on RoadRadio.fm. Now, I have a uh, stunning 
turn of events on our uh, fantasy football league. Uh, the, the latest uh, helmet of shame stunt, where the uh, the three people, the three uh, losing teams, Drunky the Bear, uh, the interns, and By Curious BJ, all put their Craigslist um, photos up and uh, asked for for member uh, uh, pictures of other guys' members. Yeah, you can see that on hideoutheretics.net. Yes. Um, Drunkies, uh, gay Craigslist ad, the interns, and also uh, your cousin, Bikeerus BJ. I have a stunning turn of events on who the leader is right now as uh, Dugan picks go. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Damn you, I want to know. I bet I know. Joe in the 321. What's up, Joe? Hey, hideout number one, guys. Thank you, buddy. Uh, when the Yankees win the first game, they always lose the series. Really? Yeah. It's just tough for me to believe that because they have that all-star team. It's yeah. literally an all-star team. Yeah, check it out. They always lose when they win the first game. All right, I'll look at it. Thank you, brother. In the lead on Craigslist. Oh, can I take a guess? Go for it. Judging from the emails I got last night about how much they love the, we'll just say, fire guy, BJ. Mm-hmm. I'm saying he had to take the lead. Is it? Is it? Is it BJ? Yes! By Curious BJ has gotten the most picks in return? Yes. I didn't say picks. <laughs> How many? Um, He is up to 15. He's got 15 Duke photos? Oh, man. When I was, when I was putting out the emails oh. for the uh, interns to read, uh, they all seem to love the concept of the redhead. And uh, the whole thing of him wearing pumps and a skirt really I would, turns guys on. What about, what's the uh, total for the others? Um, at stake, whoever gets the fewest by Friday's open door has to do a male strip tease at one of our events. Probably Miss Monster, or not Miss Monster, Monster Ween. Drunky has stayed flat at 12, and the interns have 14. Right now, Drunky the Bear is losing. Yes. So he would have to do his strip tease after the, what, would you, would we want him to do it before or after his, uh, uncensored minute of comedy? During. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the best. That really would be the best. <laughs> He's just cussing up there and stripping. <laughs> oh, that would be a lot of fun. Every time he gets booed, he has to take a piece of clothing off. Are you going to repost all of them again today? Yes, uh, I'm. when I go home tonight, I will. Okay. And that will put it at the top for tonight and tomorrow. Okay, very good. Have you ever thought about capitalizing on this, Dubs? Maybe starting a business where you set up sites for these gay guys? I mean, you seem to enjoy it so much. I and mean, you're you good make, at it. You can make some money, man. You found your calling. All right, there's one guy in Michigan who, uh, who emailed him under the name Stephen Lee. If that's my father... I'll kill someone. Uh, all right. Well, there's a lot going on tonight, J Dubs. I just wanted to. <laughs> and there's a guy dressed as a Viking uh, that emailed him. He didn't send a Dugan picture, but sent a nice picture of him dressed as a Viking. Do you want to uh, print out some more of those emails and do intern email? Sure. Message theater like we did last night. Let's do that. That we'll have a little bit of more of those slated for you coming up at the end of the. Uh, the show this evening. Oh, there's one guy in here, and uh, I have to pass this one along for the uh, message theater who likes to have his armpit slicked. All right, enough. Just save it. Oh. Don't even say that stuff. That's what oh. the thing is about, oh. Oh. about the message theaters when we hear that for the first time. <laughs> oh, it's even creepier when the interns say it, so. You animal. All right. 
407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Oh, we were talking about good athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is October. I know one thing that you and your chick always do around Halloween time is you pick a movie series. Yep. And you guys watch all of the sequels from that series. What are you going with this year? I don't know yet. I need uh, actual help on that. What is the scariest movie moment of all time? Like, you watch a lot of this stuff. Mm. What is it that really gets you? I'll tell I you would what have I... to say... Um... Shower scene in American History X? No. That is freaky. I don't know what you're talking about then, Dubs. Um, more of... I, I, I enjoy... I really enjoy, like, the monster, you know, but they don't scare me at all. Mm-hmm. The psychological ones are always the one ones that freak me out. Dude, I was watching the uh, previews for The Grudge 2. Mm-hmm. That one looks freaky. It's, I've heard it, some good things about it's it. It's things about that that scare me more than if there's a monster out there. I never saw The Grudge, the first one. What's that one again? Um, That's the one that has Sarah Michelle Gellar. Geller. Geller. No, it's Gellar. No, it's not. <laughs> Craig in the 386. It's Gellar. No, it's not. Gellar is a great thing. Uh, the best coach in uh, college football history ever. Who? John L. John L. Smith? Yeah, Michigan State. You are insane. Are we broadcasting to Michigan today? I guess. There's been nothing but Tigers fans, uh, Barry Sanders fans, and now we have a John L. Smith call like it's relevant. That guy's been on the ropes for two years. I did have Way a... to blow every good game. Yeah. I did have a dream that you and I were back in Michigan <laughs> at our old station just like visiting. Ugh. And no one was even there anymore. In that mini mall that we used to broadcast out of? Right next to a Goodwill and across from a fantastic Sam's. What a blast that was. Yeah, hey, let's walk over to the Kroger and get some lunch. I remember being so excited about being in radio, and then I walk <laughs> over there, and I drive up for my interview, and I'm like... You kidding, right? Is this is just like the office, and uh, the studios are somewhere else? Yeah. No. You sure you don't do your sales out of, sales out of here, and we're not somewhere cool downtown? No. Oh, that sucked. Let's go to Sam in the 352. What's up, Sam? Hey. What do you got? That one uh, one movie, Children of the Corn, where the guy runs over the kid, and the kid reappears. That's pretty creepy. Children I haven't the... seen Children of the Corn in forever. Maybe that's what. They they have a whole series of those, right? I thought they did. I think they have time, like four of them. I've only seen one of them. Yeah, I think they have like four of them. Maybe that should be my uh, my series for the year. You know what you ought to do is you, you ought to mix up the theme this year of your horror movies. And you should end up watching, um, like, Stephen King movies that have been turned That in. is not bad. I, I enjoy It, uh, Sleepwalkers. Had Cemetery. Sleepwalkers. I love Sleepwalkers. You don't like that? Wow. You don't like that movie? I liked the girl in the movie, but the actual movie was garbage. I loved it. Um, turning into a cat. <laughs> oh no! They didn't turn into cats. They were shapeshifters who were killed <laughs> by cats. Um, uh, <laughs> the Tommy knockers. That's just me outside his door. <laughs> hey, you're in there. Let's hang out. Come on. I'll tell you one out. movie. One movie scene that was really creepy to me growing up in Texas. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. When Leatherface grabs the lady and puts her up on that meat hook. Yeah, that's a legendary scene. That one, uh, that one did freak me out, man. Chris in the 407. Yeah, I, would, I was going to say, uh, good movie of all time, scary, would be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, well, I was just talking about it. And the fact they have the prequel coming yeah. out, is it this weekend? Oh, is it that early? 
I thought they were waiting uh, a couple been, weeks. I've been seeing a lot of uh, commercials. All right, they say Children of the Corn is up to like Children of the Corn 7 or 8 now. Wow, I ain't getting into that. They can't be good anymore. No. Dreadhead in the 407. What's up, Dreadhead? Hey, what's up, guys? Got the scariest movie scene ever. In a Bauschmidt with Jack Nicholson sitting in the tub, and Kathy Bates comes in and takes off her towel. Funny thing about Schmidt, um, Hefe cried during that. Dude, <laughs> when he thought that he didn't have any effect on anyone's life, and at the very end he realizes his pen pal, Mobutu, that he had actually helped him. I cry. I remember when you brought that up when you were drunk, and we were uh, sitting in with Ron and Fez, and uh, it was just me and Fez and you sitting in the studios, and you brought it up during a commercial break, and both of us were looking at each other, biting our lips, trying not to laugh at you. Why? Because <laughs> you almost welled up again. And then later, Fezzy dry humps me out in front of the building because we're drunk on Irish car bombs. Tim in the 352. Yo, what's going on? Hey, brother. Creepiest scene in the movie, hands down, would have to be the squeal like a pig scene in Deliverance. I mean, Gazoo might like it, but right. uh, I do believe uh, You know, that. I still have never seen it. you never seen Deliverance. I haven't seen it in years. It's always on. Is it? I just want to watch that one scene. It's not a bad movie. You should watch it. Right, we got to take a break, come back. More of this. All right, here, tell you what. We got the Halloween Horror Nights tickets. Mm-hmm. If we agree that you have the scariest scene... Ever in a movie. you got to think about it. There's some legendary movies. All the Friday the 13th, the uh, the Freddy Kruegers, Nightmare on Elm Street, Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, yes. There's a lot of them. <laughs> it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> nice pull for 80s bumper music. Let it go for a second, my friend. All right, my apologies. You are listening to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Scariest movie scene of all time to go to Halloween Horror Nights. Now I have a story that I'd like to tell about this guy you all know. What? I'm gonna let it go, don't sing. Will Smith's greatest hit. It really is. Too bad he got sued for it. Did he really? Yeah. Why? I wonder. Wasn't that actually Robert England in the song, though? No. Really? Oh. I still think it's his greatest hit. Alright, here we go, J-Dubs. Scariest movie scene of all time. You were telling me, uh... You were telling me something during the break. I'm going to see if I can recall it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I know it was Amistad when they won. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, Dubs, please. It's not the scariest movie scene of all time. I mean, scary to you may not be scary to me and vice versa. Uh, let's go to uh, Tom in the 407. What's up, Tom? Hey, hi now. Hey, buddy. I um, just wanted to say the scariest movie scene that I could ever think of was in the movie Ghost Ship in the beginning when the they're all dancing on the promenade and the cable snaps. And then you don't know what happens, and then slowly all the the people, like a hundred plus people, were dancing out there, and it just cut them in half, and their arms, and they get, and their bodies just fall to the ground, and their guts are all exposed. I've I, was... I've never seen Ghost Ship, unfortunately. Otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, does it have your best friend from ER, Julianne Margulies, in it? Oh, God. <laughs> She's been in all the hits, that and Snakes <laughs> on a Plane. Wow. 
Let's go to John in the 407. What's up, John? Hey, what's up? What do you got? I got the scariest movie scene uh, would probably be Brokeback Mountain, any of the anal scenes. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, the one in the tent. <laughs> yeah, the uh, and my story about that scene was uh, I went to the Enzion dinner theater to uh, watch it, and right when that happened... Ordered I got a my, chili dog? No, right when that happened, I got a nice medium-rare burger, and I was eating that, and I just set my burger down after that. Not a bad movie, just but the wrong... Your, the wrong need, yeah, I needed both hands for something else. Right. Tyler in the 321. What's up, Tyler? Hey, guys, what's going on? What do you got, buddy? I've got uh, two scenes, but I'll just go with one, and even if you don't like the movie or the director, but that scene in Signs when the alien walks across for the first time at the birthday party... I remember being freaked out about that. I don't know if it was scary, but that was definitely one that you... It, it made you jump. Right. But it didn't scare you. But, and I wouldn't say it was the scariest of all time. But I will say that is one that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Even though I didn't really like the movie a whole lot. Boggs Wayne Gacy in the 407. What's up, guys? <clears throat> all right, when I was a kid, I saw Terminator 2. And then that scene where she's dreaming... And the nuclear firewall comes at it. That affected me. It still affects me to this day. It's my number one fear is seeing a nuclear firewall coming at me. You know, Th- that was uh, one of the most visually stimula- stimulating scenes I've ever seen in a movie because it was so advanced. Right. But I don't know if it was scary. I'll tell you this, too. Um, have you seen, have you been watching Heroes yet? No, I still have both of them on my... Well, then I'm not going to ruin it for you. Okay. Yes, I, think... I am. There's a nuclear firewall going through New York. Oh, it's aw and it is it is that's what they ended with this last week. And we're gonna be talking to someone from Heroes too. Chunks has a booking for us. The the hot um Indian dude. The hot Indian dude? Dude, I'm sorry. What? He's one of those guys, he's like Gavin Rossdale, where if he was a chick, he'd be hot. Huh? And that's all I'm gonna ask him about, like how he works out. Oh. Let's go to Will in the eight sixty three. What's up, Will? Hey man, the one movie scene that freaked me out the most was uh in Saw 2, when the big Italian guy throws that girl into the big pit of needles. <laughs> that would be so awful, I couldn't even imagine. I don't know if it's scary, though. It, it makes you cringe. Like one but... from, like Hostel. I loved Hostel. I believe they have a Hostel house out at Halloween Horror Nights, which you're giving away the tickets to, if you can get it. Uh, tell us the scariest movie scene. When when they're burning the eye socket with the blowtorch, that's intense. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's scary. I'm trying to think of what really freaked me out as a kid, man. I think it's a lot of times with me, it's actually the more basic things. Like, I remember in Sixth Sense, remember when he was in that girl's bedroom or something, and then mm-hmm. also she just reaches out from under the bed and just grabs his leg? Mm-hmm. That freaked me out. And then also, I think it was Exorcist 3, this woman's in a hospital, and she's like just alone by herself. And it's just like this dark hallway... And then she's walking from one room to another, and you see this like body with a sh- like a sheet over it, and like these like knife, this knife at the back of her head, and she doesn't even see it coming. And just things like that oh. is what scares me. Mr. McNugget in the 407. What's up? Hey, um, I watched the movie Dreamcatcher, where the alien um, head gets real big and bites the whole top half of the human's body. I have seen Dreamcatcher. I wasn't expecting that, but I don't know if that's scary. Ooh, this one. This one freaked me out. Probably the worst ever. Jason in the 407. Hey, 
what's up, guys? What's up, Dude, bro? This, this movie literally gave me nightmares mm-hmm. for, like, months after I saw it. And it's so scary because it's a culmination of a whole movie where they never really tell you anything that happened, but the scene in Fire in the Sky, yeah. when you finally see what happened to him when he got abducted. Yeah, I just got chills. And you know what? Give him Halloween Horror Nights tickets. Oh. Yeah. That one I can completely agree with. Oh, I just got chills. I That, that was one movie that... I think I was like 11 or 12 when I saw it, and I, I wanted to cry watching it, and I wouldn't watch it again. I had Remember it on tape Remember when he's getting dragged what seems to be that slimy hallway, and there yeah. are like glasses and shoes just floating from other bodies that have been abducted? Dude, that's based on a true story, too. That's what they say. Like, that happened, man. That can happen to you. And that, that's what freaked me out. At the Arbors. <laughs> Dubs does look really freaked out right now. That one actually, that uh, that movie actually scarred me. Well, tell me what freaked you out so much about Fire in the Sky. That scene where he's getting dragged down there, and like that 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 film they had over his face, and he pops the. Because that way it makes it easier to penetrate the skin when they have to probe you Ugh. and learn about our bodies. Eric in three eighty six. What's up, Eric? Hey, The Exorcist. When Linda Blair is possessed and says, "God isn't here today, priest." Um, that's actually Dubs every day in his room, <laughs> just looking in the mirror as he's dressed up, and that poor child has to just stand there helplessly. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You know what? I gotta take back my vote. Scariest scene out there? Put him in a body bag, Johnny! A body bag! No mercy. Sweep the leg. Sensei? No mercy. Back in the hideout, wrapping up our one on a Wednesday night. Check out hideoutheretics.net. If you are a business owner and you want to get free advertising on real radio, the Hideout Marquee Madness Contest. Details on uh, hideoutheretics.net. Actually, they may even be up on uh, realradio.fm, too. Yeah. We'll talk more about... All right, realradio.fm. Go there. People still want to uh, chime in with their scariest movie scenes. All right, let's do it. All right, let's go to uh, Tom in the 386. What's up, Tom? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I want to talk about a scary movie, if you don't mind. Go for uh, it. Thir- 13 Ghosts. One of the beginning scenes with that blonde girl, she's dead with the knife in the bathroom scene. Yeah, that did freak me out. Thirteen ghosts. Oh, that didn't freak. Can I can I tell a second one? Sure. Any uh, porn movie with a fat girl? That's scary. Yeah, fat girl porn is uh, hideous. <laughs> Let's go to. Oh uh, no, there is one. Hmm. I've only done this. I have like one specific porn where it's a girl and she's like twenty, so she's still young, but she's big. And occasionally I'll get in. I'll have like a, like a chubby chasing fantasy, like once a year, and I'll go to that scene that I have. Yeah, I mean sometimes like they're fat, but they still hold it together. But you know it's gonna fall apart in like three years. Exactly. Pinching the four four zero. Hey, how about uh, Josh and Sam when they uh, the boys think they killed a drunk and they steal his car? Well, I, that was a scary scene in Josh and Sam, but the scariest was when he cut his head and they didn't know how they were going to patch it up, so they put a maxi pad on there. What's this fake movie you're talking about? It's not fake. It's real. It's Josh and Sam. Jason in the 321. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, bro? What up, buddy? Uh, that guy with the fire in the sky, that one's pretty good. That gave me uh, 
chills when I was thinking about it. Yeah. But uh, the one that always messed me up when I was a kid was uh, Friday the Thir- or Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three mm-hmm. when they was in the hospital and oh, the puppet yeah. came alive and uh, it was walking them. Uh, Freddy was walking them around like a marionette puppet with like his like with with his veins. Yeah. Oh, oh, that is hardcore. And ever since, ever since I saw that movie, I can look at puppets. That, it messed me up for my life. I, that's actually what I told my girl, my uh, chick to go as, to Monster Ween. She's going to go to as a marionette doll. Oh, nice. And I'm going to have the strings and everything. I'm not uh, going to give up my... Uh... Yours is good. Mm-hmm. All right, Dopey says, zombie porn with Joanna Angel. Oh, that's great. The Repenetrator. It's not scary. Oh, Jesus. Come on, Giant Brian. Hardcorefatties.com. <laughs> How about bloodytrixie.com? Yeah, over 18. <laughs> I like pennies. <laughs> Matt in the 407. Hey, I got two of them. One uh, is the exorcism of Emily Rose. There's a scene where all of a sudden uh, the priest is, like, kneeling by the stained glass window. You see this lightning strike, and you see the outline of this figure in a robe. Yeah, freaked me I, out when I saw that in the movie theater. I actually really liked that movie. It was PG thirteen, so I didn't think I'd like it. I really, I really it liked it more than that. Yeah, it, it was it, it was kind of like the perfect mix of courtroom drama with a scary movie. I yeah, really liked also it. there's another one. Uh, it's one that I actually made last week with Tyrone. Uh, Leave you know, my how he got kidnapped by aliens. Leave my cat out of this. Most famous cat in Central Florida, my little Tycho Tyrone. Not as famous as Sadie Lou. No She's national. Bo in the 386. Ah, we're not. <laughs> What's up, Bo? Uh, how about that movie Jaws, man? You know, uh, when you're a little kid? I tell you this, too. It, it creeped me out about Jaws. Jaws messed me up so bad, I wouldn't even go swimming in my swimming pool. <laughs> my sister was the same way, so I got my mom to buy me an inflatable shark. <laughs> and anytime she would go in there, I just throw it in there, and she would run out. All right, I'm not that stupid. Wow, what is an IQ of 57? Basically. Took like two oh, hours her and Jed out. are getting divorced. It's the same as her what? waistline. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Her fat boy or her fat husband from a long time? Yeah, those two fatties are getting divorced. Why are they getting divorced? Um, not enough food from, in the house? <laughs> not that's space. probably part of it. But, uh, from what I gather, and this is completely speculation... Oh, well, like she's going to sue us. Uh, I guess she was cheating. What? Yeah. Not on her diet, which was normal her calorie, for her. <laughs> her calorie count? Dubs' a sister is the size of a uh, small baby whale. <laughs> Let's go to Bill on the 407. Hey. What do you got, hey. brother? Faces of Death 3. What part? <laughs> What's that? What part? The part where the guy, uh, there was a news helicopter. He got, he stopped on a bridge. He lit himself on fire. He put himself out. And then he grabbed a double off, uh, sort of shotgun out of the car and blew his head off. Um, I don't know if that one ever got me. The one that always got me was the monkey brain part. Oh, stop with that fake scene. It still freaked me out, man. Stupid. That monkey was screaming. Don't be racist, Christ. No, it was. Wasn't it, I, I did go see it in theater, so. <laughs> wow. What? Shock jock. <laughs> oh my God. I feel sorry for you. Why? Let's go, Amber, in the three, two, one. Hey, a um, movie that scared me the most was The Shining. This day still gives me the chills. What about The Shining? 
everything is, hey. and the blood coming down the walls, the twins at the end of the hallway. Amber, Amber, yeah. J- Josh has the shining too. Why do you guys talk about the shining? Josh, you're on with Amber. Hey, how you doing? All right, you hey, guys discussed the shining together. Yeah, well, I had the shining, but I had the uh, the the big wheel scene when he comes around the bend with the twins. Yeah. That, that kind of that kind of creeped me out from that big wheel camera angle. And uh, the other one I thought was a good was um, uh, Jacob's ladder. I think she's I think she's digging you. Ask her for your uh, for her number. I, well, I, I, I my no. girlfriend would kill me. All right, thank you. You already have something in common, The Shining. Mm-hmm. Just do it while you're watching it over and over. And you have a name for your uh, your naughty bits, Jacob's Ladder. And she just climbs it. Pull down your pants here. <laughs> Johnny. Is that what he says? Here's Johnny? Yeah. That movie didn't really scare me That's either. another one I haven't watched. Hey, Rich, what do you got? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's bro? up? Yeah, I mean, shoot, I, I'm living it, man. I, I just uh, joined the Navy. And my nice. wife's all pissed off at me. Why? And I would, I could really use these tickets. Um, how about this thing with uh, Kurt Russell? Mm-hmm. Hey, when they, uh, hey, Reg, why don't you talk to True about the thing? <laughs> What's that? True in 386. You want to talk about the thing, too? You're on with Reg. That movie's great, man. It seems like with the three uh, guys are strapped in the chair, and Murdoch sits in the blood, and that one guy, like uh, the stoner guy, his head starts to pop off. Falls on the floor and turns into a spider. He hung up on me. We didn't hang we up. Didn't hang up on anybody. Hey. We're Crazy trying to... bastards. <laughs> All right. So who isn't screening phone calls then? If we've had multiple things of the same thing, I like this bit though, where we just put them on to talk about it. Now, these people are changing their minds when they're calling up. No, 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 because they're written up here. Yeah, that's what I mean. Same movie. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> you changed your mind. No, it's written down. That's what I mean. I don't see how that's any defense at all. But... Hey, Dubs. Yeah. Fire in the sky based on a true uh, story. Yep. I got to, when we come back, I want to share with you how some of the like famous movies uh, have been altered by Hollywood and how they weren't actually real. Oh, some of those based on a true story movies? Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Beautiful Mind. Well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was always... Uh, Boys they, Don't Cry. They always said it was just kind of a loose interpretation on Ed Gein. What? Thanks for ruining it. Oh, you had other ones on there. That's the one slap I... you in the face with it. What are you... <laughs> You're surly tonight. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, as a little side note before we go to break, uh, Dubs has me... Printing out the MySpace, or the, uh, I'm sorry, the... Craigslist. Uh, Craigslist profiles. Some of them have Doog shots. Mm-hmm. Um, some chick I've never seen before who works in magic stopped by the office <laughs> asking me for a pen <laughs> and looking at me horrified. <laughs> and of course, I look over, and there's a, let's say, an unkept up one <laughs> just right there on the screen. What, yeah, I got a pen. What'd she say? She just said thank you, and I think did that whole thing. And now I guess I'm going to be the gay guy around Clear Channel now. I didn't realize how gay I am. Yeah. Well, let's isolate that. Isolate it. Hurry. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Retarded. Hour two, 
the hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I was waiting for the gay Freddy Krueger thing. Isn't no, that, that's uh, for the morning zoo. Uh, yeah. Let's not give those guys any press. Who? Uh, Sorry. Mojo and Weasel? No, shh. I'm going to dump out of the... Don't. Kenny in the 407. Don't mention their names. What's up, Kenny? Hey, how you doing? Hey, buddy. Hey, love the show. Hey, hey how about... Uh, hey. You guys are talking hey. about the horror shows. How about Deliverance? Hey. A boot. That. What's that all about? He was right about one thing. Hey. His love for the show. Hey. That I can get behind. Brandon the 407. What's going on, guys? Hey, Yo. brother. I'm not a big scary movie fan to begin with, but uh, Candyman used to give me when I was younger. Uh, you know what? I forgot about Candyman. Wasn't he one of the... Uh, he was a brother. Yeah, he was a black guy in the bees mm-hmm. that would come out. Like, say his name three times in the mirror or something. I, that that I, was... When I was younger, kids used to do that at school. They always in the bathroom. You knew better, but still, when I was younger, man, I got you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Hey, what was the other thing as a kid that you weren't supposed to say? Bloody Bloody Mary. Mary. Do it. You have to be uh, dark in the bathroom in a mirror saying Bloody Mary, doing your hands like this, like you're doing the wax on, wax off thing. I had never heard the wax on, wax off crap. Mary. Did you have to say it like something like fifty-seven times or something? Oh, I, I only thought it was three. Oh, was it? I, yeah, I, I heard it was three, three too. And then I heard one that was like it took like a million times. Who was Bloody it. Mary? I don't know, but she was supposed to appear in that mirror. Is that uh, one of those sister sites to Bloody Trixie? <laughs> mm-hmm. Tubbs, go in the bathroom and do it. I'm not doing Bloody Mary. Come on. Just go in. Well, you send the intern in, Gazoo. Yeah. I thought the lights. He's gonna had make to be it all off. sound all yeah. fake and stuff. You can turn the lights off in there, can't you? Can you? I don't know where the light switch is. I want to try the Bloody Mary thing, but not with me, because I wouldn't be able to do it. Why not? You did it on the cruise. <laughs> oh wait, her name's not Mary. Sorry. <laughs> Such an ass. <laughs> Amber in the four hundred seven. What's up, Amber? Hey. Hey. Do you guys ever see the movie Darkness Falls, that Tooth Fairy movie? No. What? Tooth Fairy movie? I didn't know the Darkness Falls. I thought that was... Didn't that have Brad Pitt in it? Oh, it's no. Legends of the Falls. Yeah, it's Legends of the Falls, <laughs> where he fights a bar. No, I haven't seen Darkness Falls. It's about the Tooth Fairy? Yeah, it, she was in the, the village, and she got burned. So they... If you um, didn't cover... If you didn't... If you turn the lights off... Uh-huh. He would appear. I'd never seen and, that. Sounds yeah. Absolutely the awful. The first ten minutes of that movie, mm-hmm. he chases the little kid into a bathroom, and she's hovering over the doorway. That's Dubs, actually. <laughs> that's just Dubs <laughs> at a Walmart. That's not the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> that's the Dubs Fairy. All right. Thank you, sweetie. Um, all right. Somebody tell me what the Bloody Mary story is. Yeah. It's an anti-abortion story. What? She gave herself an abortion, flushed the baby. That's no. the story. That's what one story. I'd never heard anything like that. I, I have a story about Bloody Mary. Vodka and tomato juice. Oh, Punch him. Christ. Punch Radio him now. Jihad. Hit him. Hit him hard. I mean, for real. Yeah. Right in the jaw. Loosen that thing up a little bit. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Good. Thank you. Always count on Tommy. Todd in 386. What's up, Todd? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I think uh, actually, I think Bloody Mary was uh, Mary Antoinette, wasn't it? 
because uh, she got her head lopped off, and uh, uh, now she uh, wants revenge. All right, now i got to know if it's that or the abortion thing. It's not an abortion thing. It could no, be. I don't think it's an abortion propaganda. thing. Propaganda. Yeah, it could be propaganda. Uh, all right, well, did, you have a, did you have a scary scene? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, The Ring, number one, when uh, when that, when that uh, uh, soaked girl crawls out of the TV. I think that... that- I think that was actually um, that was number one on like a maximum list here yeah, on a survey or something. That yeah. is a creep. We don't have Halloween Horror Night tickets anymore, but I'll give you a prize for that one if you want to hold on. That is freaky. Oh, I know which one. Son of a bitch, Poltergeist. Yeah, that one will always freak you out. The Poltergeist when the screen goes to static, and to this day I can't have a TV with static. Yeah. Oof. Uh, you want to hear a really creepy story? Hmm. I don't want to admit it. I'd rather not. Never. Go mind. ahead. Come on. Here, you. You. Uh. All right. You chub yourself up for it, and I'll go to anti Matt in the four hundred seven. All right. Yeah, I, I know Heffy's gonna talk about something traumatic. Traumatic with me is clowns, man. In the movie, it. They float. They all <laughs> float. Dude. <laughs> If I see a clown within 20 feet of me, I either turn around or I gotta beat its ass. One of the two. Episodes. You know, one of the things we did at, we, at a live broadcast, we had our old intern, and I he literally was 40. old ogre. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. We made him dress up like a clown just cause, cause we thought it'd be funny just to have a clown walking around at a live broadcast. wasn't for Halloween or anything. We just wanted a clown walking around. Uh, also, uh, Rana Fez had him dress up as a clown to scare uh, some midday guys at a different oh, station. Oh yeah, uh, came to visit. Who were Miles and Thrill? Miles and Thrill. Yeah, they had a uh, they had uh, uh, their producer was afraid of clowns, so we just had him take his uh, make uh, make himself up like the clown we had, and uh... so we had him just wandering around the live broadcast, and all these girls just got freaked out and they couldn't look at him, so he'd walk up behind him and took his little horn, and they go ape-ass. A couple of them left. Yeah, like you just sit next to him at the bar, and they had to leave. They couldn't handle it. Yeah, that scene, though. Down here, they all float. So anyway, let me tell you about Poltergeist. So that movie freaked me out. Mm-hmm. But I remember having a real thing for Carol Ann, the little, the little blonde girl. Because I was young at that time. Like, she was around our age, like, when it was coming up. <laughs> And I remember she died. Mm-hmm. Remember she died? Yeah. Uh, most of those people have died. So like two weeks later, I don't know what I was thinking, but I asked my mom, just thinking about Carol Ann. I'm like, do you think her body is decomposed yet? Because I remember wanting to oh. exhume it and dance with it. What? Dance? What the hell is your problem? Like, just hold it close to me and do a slow dance. You have issues, my friend. <laughs> no, 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 no. This was... I thought she was cute. Half-A-N! Staring Come into the light, Half-A-N! Staring into the static. Uh-uh. <laughs> Punching out. No. Can't do it. That's creepy? All right. Uh, headphones <laughs> off. Yes, it is creepy. You wanting to uh, hook up with a dead chick and well, dance with thing. her. I didn't know what sex was. So I didn't want to have sex with her. I just remember wanting to hold her and dance with her. And, like, if her body was decomposed to the point, I gotta take my headphones off to where I could still exhume it and dance with it. Her cancer-riddled corpse. But I was a child. I actually had that thought. That's not creepy, is it? It's very creepy. Kelly in the 386. What's up, Kelly? 
Yeah, um, the two that I have aren't really scary, but they're more gory. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects. Oh, sweetie, I love you because I love those movies. Um, <laughs> those are very good. Still haven't seen either of them. I think you would like them. I don't know why I you know. watched them. You, you, uh, you let me borrow House of a Thousand Corpses. I never watched it, and then I bought you <laughs> Devil's Rejects. I don't know why I never watched them. The part that actually kind of was kind of freaky, because it's could happen in a sense is when they're trying to leave and they're and they're uh, like what are they they're like pretending they're part of like uh like people on the I can't think of it you know when they're trying to leave Hefe which movie the first one House of a Thousand Corpses and there's, they're like there's that gate that's shut and the people are pretending to be part of like an exhibit kind of thing and then they jump out at them oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that part's always freaky anytime you get stuck in a car Tribally, yeah, that is that is great. Chris in the 407. Stop with the yeah, static. I was thinking about Cujo, that big husky dog with, yeah. you know, drooling. That really freaked me out. That that movie will turn you off to dogs forever. Dubs, let me ask you. Not that I'm turned on by dogs. Hmm. <laughs> Let's say uh, your little Cody. Hmm. What is he, a lab? No, it's a shepherd mix. All right, so that dude you got, Cody. She. Cody's a girl. Lesbian? I think so. What's with the boy's name? And hates black people, right? Yeah. Mm. Just like your honor. Huh? Uh, let's say it came down with the nasty rabies or whatever Cujo had. Could you shoot it in the face to no. kill it? No. Let There's no way I could. You want me to shoot it in the face before it gets it? No. Just to make sure it doesn't suffer? You would love my dog. I do, I do, uh, I do love your dog enough to shoot it in the face so that it doesn't get the nasty no. rabies going around Orlando. Please, my dog's my cuddle toy. <sighs> That's well, usually... you don't you don't lay with your dog at night. I don't call her a cuddle toy. Mm. Just call her my Chris. friend. She is my friend, my bestest friend. Why are you talking like Bill Clinton now? You're creepy. No kidding. Robin the four hundred seven. Do it. Whatever, Too dead often. woman dancer. <laughs> What? Oh, me talking to me? Yes. Child. That child dancing. <laughs> Stop. Robin the 407. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hey, Good buddy. Topic. Um, the one that I, I don't know if it was mentioned yet, but in the movie Seven, when that movie first came out, that slop scene, and when the guy woke up or you realized you were still alive, that mm -hmm. was kind of real freaky. Yeah. Which was the sloth scene? What, what, was, what was that? Was he was eating? No, that's gluttony. No, no. This is the uh, drug dealer that uh, he hooked up for 365 days oh. tied to a bed. That's and right. And he would visit him each day to take a picture of the, the degeneration of him. Yeah, that's and right. Him, he would, they'd give him, matter of fact, I think he was like a pedophile and they used his hand. You know, uh, I got you. I, I remember now. Thank yeah. you, bro. I was freaked out by something I saw on the internet uh, the other day. Um, Lions record? <laughs> DetroitLions.com? Your quarterback? You're, you're quick with those uh, Lions clips, aren't you? Craigslist? <laughs> no, uh, I, I got a link to a guy who took a picture of of him of his face like uh, for every day for eight years, and then he put it on like a real fast-speeding kind of, uh, uh, like, flip book type thing. And you can just see him get older and older and older. It, uh, for some reason, it freaked me out. Like, you, you just see this guy age eight years you have in a, a span of two minutes. You have a real thing about people, uh, about getting old, don't you? Not about me getting old, but when I see someone get old, 
that's not me, that freaks me out. I don't know. <laughs> Sam says, how about Pee-wee's big adventure with Large Marge driving the semi-truck? That did scare me as a kid. Yeah. I remember when he comes out and that clown's laughing at him after his bike gets stolen. That was a creepy movie. That was a creepy guy. And him with all those snakes and everything when he runs into the pet store. That freaked me out, too. Did you know in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? You want to take a guess as to do the who did the opening monologue? Someone from Night Court. I did not know this until I'm looking at this right now. No, I had no clue. Harry Anderson. John Larroquette. Really? John Larroquette. In the opening monologue, voiced by John Larroquette of Night Court, strongly implies that the crimes were real. Mm-hmm. But as it turns out, the true story of Texas Chainsaw Massacre loosely based on Ed Gein. Including the furnishings. Man, I tell you what, I've always wanted to ha- like eat soup out of a human skull. <laughs> I hate you right now. Why? There is, there is nothing normal about you. And that can't be true. The the, the dancing with the dead little girl can't be that, true. Dude, that, and eating uh, soup out of human skull can't be true. Carol Ann. Carol Ann. Coming to the light. Listen to me. <laughs> I, listen, I swear <laughs> on my life. Why would you want to? I don't see any reason for that. Because I was a little kid, and no, I thought no. that Carol Ann was hot. Not, let's move past Carol Ann for a few minutes <laughs> and move into the eating it's soup the out, of a, out of a, uh, a human skull. Why? There's no reason. It seems like it'd be perfect. No, a bowl is perfect. That's why they make them. But don't you think that the human skull is the perfect bowl? No, because if, if you ever look at a human skull, there's cracks. That's there's, why it's three different sections. That's why you put in grout. There are glass, metal, and... I thought about it. You wouldn't want to open your cupboard and see just a whole bunch of human skulls thinking... Why would I want to? What what am I going to eat my Honey Nut Cheerios out of? No, I don't like Honey Nut Cheerios. Man, you have poor taste. They're mm, 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 delicious. It's a whole nother O. JJ in the 407. Uh, Hey. Uh, Good show, I guess. Um, uh, The movie I want to talk about was Cabin Fever. There's this one scene where the one hot chick in the movie is in the bathroom and she's shaving her legs. That one that's always what, gets that, me. And, that's and one she goes down the shave up. and peels back a layer of skin. Ugh. That I I can't even like I when like I think about that scene, I just want to vomit. Yeah, and my chick actually hates that one too. People are telling me I'm messed in the head. <laughs> yeah, think. No one wants to eat soup out of a human skull. Yeah, it's too much flavor to the soup. I just Listen, want actual I don't soup like flavor. soup anyway. You're getting me all wrong. You're thinking that I want Wonton? it out of a, of a fresh skull. No, I, I, I know perfectly well you want it out of an old skull. One that's clean, what grout, and like glazed over like a bowl, like that thing that they put in the glaze in the bowl so that it's not... Why don't you take a shot of Tycho Tyrone's uh, skull? Just use it as a shot glass. Maybe I will. <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to do with him after he's gone. Moved on to the next world. All I can think of is you finishing. Um, yeah, we were talking about this before. K. Mike brings up that a lot. Ed Gein. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff is based on him. He didn't really kill anybody, though, did he? He just dug up people. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Psycho, 
Buffalo Bill signs to the Lambs. I think he did kill like one or two people. Yeah, it, but that was like at the end of right before he died. Uh I remember. No, that, I remember he died in prison. Remember those cheesy movies? There was a rash where all the serial mm-hmm. killer movies came out, and there was that cheesy Ed Gein one. And um, who, who touched the phone? I didn't. Did anybody touch the? What was that? All right. I think it was Carol Ann. Come into a light, Hal Hefe! Take a break and come back. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Hour two. Wednesday night with the hideout row radio 104.1. Congratulations to Malibu from the 386. Uh, she's a big fan of us as well as the monsters and wanted to uh, throw that out there. She uh, got registered. Oh, for the free beer from Miller Lite yes. and the hideout f- uh, final score square challenge. So congratulations to Malibu for that. Oh, and boy, I, oh, boy. Hopefully she's out at uh, Monster Wing. It was a she, right? Yeah, hopefully she's I out at Monster Wing. I think she's Wayne. a friend of mine on uh, MySpace. Ooh, look at you. And I think she is actually, uh, yeah, pretty hot. Oh, here she is. She wants to uh, to add in on the, the scenes. I want to move on. I know, but let her do it. All right. We'll move on. Hey there, Malibu. Hey, guys, what's up? What you got, sweetie? Damien, the elevator scene where the elevator drops. Uh, Anything oh, with an elevator, because I'm already freaked out a little me bit. Out. Me too. I I can't even go back to elevators now. <laughs> I'd rather walk all the stairs. Always the stairs. Thank you, Malibu. Appreciate yep. it, sweetie. Congrats. Um, all right, so I was thinking about Night Court, because mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite shows. And then I see that in Russia... They are recreating all these 80s sitcoms and basically taking the same storylines and just doing them as if they were there. Actually recreating them or just rerunning them? It's my understanding they're recreating them. Wow. Hold on a second. Let me find this real fast. I saw this a second ago. And so I'm thinking to myself, I would love for them to do this. With Night Court. And kind of just current it up? I don't know. If, I don't even know if they could do the same kind of thing in Russia, though. But like how this, about... Like the same gimmick. Would you like to see a rebirth of Night Court here, though? Like new episodes, current, maybe... I, what, think, I think it would work. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. Same staff, though. <laughs> just the same age? Like, I mean, they're all, like, old now? Yeah, and, and they're they still working on? Night Court, yeah. That would be awesome. I think you get updated in a lot of ways. $50 fine, time served. Every time. Yep. Um, all right, here's what it is. Russia is out to find their own Brooke Shields to star in the new local language version of Suddenly Susan. Oh, God. What? Why would they? Why would they take Suddenly Susan and try to uh, recreate that magic? They're redeveloping... Foreign versions of U.S. sitcoms such as Perfect Strangers, Step by yes. Step, and Full House. I was hoping Perfect Strangers is going to be on the list, but I was like, "What is a what is Balky going to be like? An American guy? Probably." Right. Here's what you got, fat ass. In the first episode of the Russian version of Perfect Strangers, debuted a week ago on Ren TV. Ooh. Mismatched roommates Larry and Balky have become Ivan <laughs> and Andre. Andre arrives from his remote ex-Soviet Republic um, and moved straight into the flat with his Moscow cousin, Ivan. 
where the cultures clash between the two dissimilar characters. Ooh. I don't know if Perfect Strangers would work again. Now are they going to spin Family Matters off from this Perfect Strangers? <laughs> With Harriet Is Winslow. that really where it came from? Yeah, yeah, Harriet Winslow. She ran the elevator. I don't know why you need... I never understood that, why you needed someone to run an elevator for you. But she was on that, and uh, then it, you know, gave us Family Matters. I like Perfect Strangers better. Oh, of course. Even though Family, Mar- uh, family Matters did have its moments. What's this the theme to? Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. We should wait to do this when Pedro gets here. I know he's probably sitting in this car right now, punching the steering wheel. Which Why? He's coming up tonight. He's the little big 80s TV guy. I thought you were. I am too, but he knows even like some of the earlier stuff that I was, I was too young for. All right, let's say we redid then. Perfect Strangers. Would it work today? No. No. Aw. Ah. Uh, the CD doesn't work either. That sucks. We're standing in our way like a long lost friend with the light at the end. <laughs> standing tall. Damn, that is a good song. I'm going to download it now. Yeah. All right, so Perfect Strangers wouldn't work. No. Night Court wouldn't work. Night Court, I think, may. Not over there, but if they redid it here again. Cheers would hold up. Cheers, yeah, definitely. Seinfeld, definitely. That's no, not 80s, though, but if they brought it back. Mm hmm. Um, Although it's essentially, I know it's because of Larry David, but Curb Your Enthusiasm, you got a version of it already. Yeah. Right now. Full House, did that work here? God. Again? Bring it back? I don't know how it worked the first time. I hate really? it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love me some uh, some Full House. What happened to the Milkman? Paperboy, even in TV. <laughs> I hated that show. I'd love to see an updated version of 227. Really? <laughs> Mary! <laughs> well, you'd have to do a, a whole night with Amen, too. Oh, oh. The that comeback was of that show. Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. on NBC. It was wonderful. Wasn't uh, oh. wasn't uh, that whole night with uh, Golden Girls, too, or was that another channel? Because that came on Saturday nights, too. I, I think he's wrong about when that came on. I don't think it was Saturday nights, because Golden Girls was Saturday nights. Well, I know. No, it. no. Uh, 227 and, uh, and Amen were... Uh, uh, Saturday night. Amen, it's Amen. Uh, whatever. God, you and your stupid Michigan accent. That was, uh, that was Saturday night still. To Sarah, the light and I heaven wa- on, shine on me, shine on me. Great theme <laughs> How about bringing back Caroline in the City or the single guy? Why? That's what, that's what Simmons wrote. Why? <laughs> just to War- piss you off. Terrible show. I wish I could ban him from your I am just for writing that. Golden Girls, would that work if you brought it back? Yeah, I, I still laugh at that one. Although the cast had so much to do with it. Just the theme song. My two dads should be, instead of the guy should be gay, this go around. You can't count on me. Why do I know that? God. I'm going to punch myself in the face. This may be, for Golden Girls, my favorite uh, opening music for a, hey, you remember for a sitcom. On, on My Two Dads, when uh, at the uh, end where they they had the piece of paper that said which one was the dad, mm-hmm. and then they, they wouldn't do it. That was touching. And you remember when Davy Jones from the Monkees guest starred? I think Davy Jones from the Monkees guest starred on everything, even uh, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Alright, what's your favorite 80s theme, then? Golden Girls, is, uh, is that considered 80s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, of I think I think definitely. Golden Girls. Better than a Family Ties, Charles in Charge. 
Oh, Charles in charge is good. How about just the ten of us? All right, hold on. I got a whole I got a whole bunch of them over here. I have just the ten of us over here. <laughs> Let me just try these and see what you like. All right. Not sure what that one was. It's like Barney Miller or something. I don't know. No, that's, that's the night court. Yeah. Let's do a little race between you guys. Oh, he's gonna beat me. Maybe. What's happening? Damn you. Now the world don't strokes. <laughs> You're gonna kill me in this one. Mr. Belvedere. I love this one. Yeah, I'm good. good. Jacket, seen the game on the door. Never mattered before. Who cares? You. <laughs> Show me that smile. Road pains. Yep. Oh, that one might be the best one. Let that one go for a second. All right, hold on. The CD doesn't mess up. All right. Show me that smile. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. It is 80s bumper music night. You and me, we gotta be the luckiest dreamers who never quit dreaming. All right, if we're gonna play these, you can't sing. Why? Because you're awful. Awful fun. great. Let us have fun. Charles. Charles in charge. That one goes to Dubs. Is this Silver Spoons? Yep. Yep. I knew. That show was always creepy to me. Mm-hmm. The dad always seemed like a kid. Oh, yeah, he definitely was. I mean, no grown person has that many, like, cool gadgets in there. And even though, even if it is his son. Yeah, between that and uh, Small Wonder, there's definitely kid touching going on. Do you know what Arrested Development star got to start on that show? What? Jason Bateman. Yep. I just guessed because I was the only Then he went to It's Your Move where he was a star with Steve Garrison who was Steve on uh, Married with Children. I want to thank, who sent me this? Josh. My name is Dan Gable. Josh, it was a little late, but retrocrush.com slash scary has the 100 scariest movie scenes and like it even has the clips from some of them. Oh, wow. Private Pile's on there at number 25. Let's go to Dan in the 407. What's up, Dan? Hey, I got, um... I originally said two, but I got three for y'all. All right. Uh, one of them is Alf. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, do you think that would work today? I don't That's what I was thinking about. I don't know I don't know if it would, but uh, it was a hell of a show. I loved oh, it. Yeah, I did, too, as a kid, man. That was great. Um, my other one was um, Who's the Boss? Never got into it. Loved it. No? Really? How about uh, Just Doogie Samantha. Yeah, Doogie would uh would be interesting to see them redo that one again. Webster. Is it Webster? I don't know. I don't have the yep. track list. Then came you. Yeah, I think he's right. Sounds like it's the same guy that did all these. A lot of them were done by the same guy. Really? Yeah. Who's that ass that made all that money? I'm sure he's rolling it now. Is that okay? This guy was hooky. Was this Small Wonder? I think so. No. 
Was this that show with uh, J.J. Bullock? Too Close for Comfort? It might have been. I never actually saw that show. I think this is Too Close for Comfort. Mm, wonderful. Yeah. I know uh, Small Wonder started off with those chimes. Who's the boss? Mm. Angela. Sam. Perfect strangers. Sorry, I'm just going right through the tracks. <laughs> Fine with me. I'm having fun. Early to rise. Early Alice. Is it? Yep. Is Al, yeah. Was Alice the same as Mel's Diner? Yeah, I, Spinoff, yeah. wasn't it? Something like that. I, I, I remember liking that one. What is it? I don't know. It sounds so damn familiar. Yeah, it does. Come on, you guys are supposed to know this. guys are awful. You don't know what that one was? What was it? Do you know? Don't know. I don't have the track listing. <laughs> it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Hey, Holy hell. Back in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 on a Wednesday night. Someone sent me the, uh, the Fire in the Sky scene we are talking about. What I think is one of the creepiest scenes ever. We were talking about that during the first hour. Yeah, and now I'm watching it. For the first time since probably I was 12 years old. Still freaks me out. This retrocrush.com slash scary? Mm-hmm. This is cool because it does have some of the scenes on here, too. I forgot about the clown in Poltergeist attacking the boy under the bed. Oh, yeah. I'm going to send that one to Anti-Matt. Tell him to watch it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seventy one zero four one. Label the link Cam Ho I caught on Yahoo. Huh. Comedian buddy Pedro has stopped by. Good to see Mr. Pedro. He, did you know we had a stripper coming up in the stripper polls? That why you're here? Oh, where? Yeah, at ten o'clock. Nice. We got. She was like the top stripper in L.A. and she's coming up. Oh. She brought her own stripper pole too. She's gonna do a little dancing for us. Into it. Is that why you shaved? No, I just shaved because I was tired of looking like a terrorist. Oh, I forgot about the stuff they put in his mouth. <laughs> oh. What? Are you talking about uh, your home movies or no, Fire in the Fire Sky? In the sky. Mm. I'm telling you, man, this is good stuff. This Fire in the Sky movie, it's great. Oh, oh I just popped something to his ear. That's where my issues come from. With the thing in the ear, really? Yeah. What about when they start messing with his eyes? That's what they're doing right now. They're... Pumping that stuff right in there. That gook. All right, everything oh. you've said so far it sounds incredibly gay. No. Is that where all scary. your homoerotic humor comes from? No. Oh. Hey, why don't these aliens have any noses? <laughs> have you noticed that, too? Sons that, of bitches. That's the thing about aliens. Never any noses. The big zoo head. All right. anti is pissed. 407. It's a living, by the way. Yes. Was that track? Number 14. We were just playing dumb, that's all. Shut up. 
That's what we do on radio. We play dumb to let the uh, callers feel smart. Yes. Not <laughs> superior like we are. Um. Don't drill in. Don't drill in. <laughs> are you still watching it? Yes. It's like a four and a half minute clip. I'm almost done. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What other eighties show do you think they could bring back? Pedro would like work today. Good times, because it's not like anything improved for those people. <laughs> those people. <laughs> Although you're right, though, you probably could have an up to date version of Good yeah, Times. You don't even need to up to date it. You can play Sadly. it. Sadly, it'll be like 2006. Just put it in its uh, yeah. the new show after Heroes on NBC. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Brian in the three two one. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, guys? Love the show. Thank you, man. Uh, I can't believe nobody's mentioned Wonder Years yet. Wonder Years definitely would work if they brought it back. I love that show. I think you have to redo When the Kid Was Around, though. Yeah, probably yeah. do the 80s. Would you, would you do it? And uh, Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete's a great no, one. That's not it's like 80s, a dated but... show, though. Yeah, I don't... I, see, Wonder Years, I think you could do... I wouldn't do 80s, It's though. like redoing math. Uh, maybe 70s. I would be interested to see if they're going to have, like, a MASH version of what's going on now of Iraq. Maybe. You may want to move to a different chair, Pedro, because that mic sucks. Yeah, that mic is just so floppy. Limp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go to uh, Scott in the 407. What's up, Scott? Hey, I got a good idea for the Russian version of uh, <laughs> Different Strokes. No. You know how the kids moved in with the old man because he had all that bread? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a rush, man, so they move in with him, but he's really got bread. Actual that's, bread. That's, 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 that's a big, big draw. Hey, I got food, kids. <laughs> that guy. Just laughing at how hungry they are over there. Matt in the 407. Hey, Matt. Hey, dude. God, I'm the guy driving down I-4 beating my head on the floor. Because you guys are missing a lot of stuff about those 80s show. I'm the king of 80s TV, dude. I had no friends, so I had nothing to do. <laughs> Ironically, either does Pedro or Tommy, and they're the king right? of 80s stuff, too. All right, what, I feel it. What 80s show, then, could you bring back, and it would work today, 2006? Timeless. Well, first of all, I apologize. I just got in my truck about a half hour ago, so um, I don't know if you mentioned the facts of life. But those I, fat girls could I, definitely come back today. I could see the facts of life working with an all-updated cast. I, I didn't think it worked then. No, it was I loved it. Oh, come on! The well, first season sucked when they were all three, or where they were all like ten girls living there with Mrs. Garrett. But afterwards, when it was just the four, it was pretty good. But they were all pretty fat. If you watch it now, they should have been called the Fats of Life. <laughs> they were some big girls. Uh, what was the other one? Give me one more real fast. Well, also wanted to let you know that Saturday Night's on NBC was Golden Girls, um, or was 227, Amen, Golden Girls, and then Empty Nest. Yeah, I remember Empty Nest after that, yeah. After Golden Girls Dreyfus. went off the air, nurses went on there. So, because they all worked in the same hospital. You have no friends, you're right. All right here's I have what no friends. I'd dude. love for you to come up and challenge Pedro and Tommy and see if they could beat you in anything. Um, I would love that. I would love to give you my number so you can tell me if you have any 80s questions. All right, hold on. Right, hold on. on hold. hold on, Matt. I like that guy. He can be our gay representative, too. Did he send me a Craigslist message or something? <laughs> Whatever. Miller. It's no problem with that. It's the only thing we're missing here in the hideout. Well... Dubs has it coming. Huh? Hey, are we late? Yeah. Ooh. It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Your phone call's next.
the end of hour two. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. Hey, was Greatest American Hero? What was that? That was early 80s. Matt in the 386 had that. What's up, Matt? That was a classic, man. That blonde afro, I love that show. Um, I thank you. What was the one? Amazing Stories. Was it called Amazing, Amazing Stories? Amazing Stories was something uh, like uh, Twilight Zone, but uh, with a good ending. Yeah, yeah, where everything kind of came out positive. I remember the one about the uh, the airplane fight or scene or something. All right, we have to go to Wild Bill from Sales. Good. Actually, that's actually I'm not too upset about this time. All right. Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sales. Hey, Wild Bill. Hey, guys. Um, Wild Bill, can you beat Wild Bill? It is a guitar yeah. challenge that we're going to be doing out at the uh, Do Action Sports Tour. You get 30 seconds to play guitar against Wild Bill. Um, for those of you that end up beating him, oh, we have a promo for it. All right, Wild Bill, hold on a second. We got a promo for this for you. Can, can, can you beat Wild Bill? The Hideout presents the Wild Bill Guitar Challenge. Email chunks at wtks.com to sign up. Prove you're better than Wild Bill from sales with your guitar skills to win a brand new Epiphone guitar. The contest will happen as the Hideout broadcasts live Thursday, October 12th at the TD Waterhouse Center for the Do Action Sports Tour. Go to realradio.fm for more info and stay tuned to the Hideout to win passes to the Do Action Sports Tour. This is Wild Bill. I approve this message. <laughs> you got Freddie Mercury to do that promo. Yeah. Wow. What's up with the? Was that, is that your hardcore rock and roll voice, Kazoo? That's his puker voice. That that was my uh, my voiceover guy. That's your O rock voice. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, I'm fake and I'm in radio. <laughs> Anything for a demo tape? That's all I gotta say. Uh, you're gonna put that on your demo? Wow. All right. Good why luck. did why did it cut off so abruptly? Did you hear that? Yeah, I noticed that too. I, I had a pop at the end, so I had to get it out. So I was just glad that it cut off because it gave me, you know, my int- it gave me a chance to say, "This is wild, Bill. I approve this message." I would like that tacked onto the end anyway. I would like that too if we could isolate that and go back and put that on. Wild Bill, you down? So you're going to be uh, taking on the Heretics out at the Do Action Sports Tour, broadcast live next Thursday. Yes. All right. Very good. I'm excited about this. Do you have I- 30 seconds of uh, material that you can play? I'm all over it. All right, there you go. I'm just, how drunk are you right now? It's not going to be the same thing every 30 seconds. No, he's going to change oh, no, it up no, no, every no, no, time. No, no. I'm gonna, it's going to be very entertaining. Cool. Listen to this. I, I have a quick statement that I'd like to make. Go for it. <clears throat> I had some bad meat, and uh, then I had some ice cream to level it off. Now I have a headache. And, and a heart attack. Do you hang up? Play the no, promo. Play the promo. Here. Let's try to save this segment. 
Can, can, can you beat Wild Bill? The Hideout presents the Wild Bill Guitar Challenge. Email chunks at WTKS.com to sign up. Prove you're better than Wild Bill from sales with your guitar skills. Wear a brand new Epiphone guitar. The contest will happen as the Hideout broadcasts live Thursday, October 12th at the TD Waterhouse Center for the Do Action Sports Center. Go to realradio.fm for more info and stay tuned to the Hideout to win passes to the Do Action Sports Tour. That's every hack, basic rock and roll promo, mm-hmm. rock station promo. I liked it. You suck, Gazoo. I didn't hear the end of it, though. Well, we don't have time to clip it on immediately. We're in the middle of a segment. So you got to say oh, okay. it afterwards. Go ahead and say it again. Say it now? Mm-hmm. Okay, can you give me a one, two, three count? Three, two... Wait, I wasn't ready. One more time. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to say the one because I don't want him to clip it. Three, okay. three, two. Hi. <laughs> Jesus. Just say it normally, Wild Bill. Just say your Wild Bill and you approve the message. I can't deal with you right now. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Three, two. Such an ass. <laughs> the Hideout on Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout, 80s bumper music, side out, Road Radio 104.1. Are we a whole break behind? Oh, we're caught up? Yeah, we're caught up now. Well, get out. All right, nice. Yeah. I was all worried that we were... Uh... No, we, we're completely caught up now. All right, very good. Well, let's have some fun then. <laughs> all right, we'll start off with Captain Spaulding, who wants some respect. Hi. Hey. Hey, Spaulding. How's Butch? Butch. Yeah, you know Butch. No, I don't know Butch. Who's Butch? Everybody knows Butch. Do we? He's an American. You know, Butch. Oh, Bush. Butch. Are you out of the uh, the Psycho Ward? Yeah. When'd you get out? Monday a week ago. You sound like you're back to normal. Well, I'm trying hard. Do they fix you? You like Butch? I don't. Are you talking Butch Cassidy and Sun Cat? Butch. You know, the butcher. <sighs> what is what, what's that? No, are, you, are you running a batch? What? What's going on in the background there? It's just me shaking on my hand because I got... I take side effect medicine so it makes me shake. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I take side effect medicine so I don't shake and I shake when I take side effect medicine. <laughs> That's awful. What an awful life you have. Uh, <laughs> it's just Look, the worst. I like Butch. Do you like Butch? Of course. Hold Who on. doesn't? Butch is a great man. We need more Butchers. <laughs> Hey, can I tell you something? Sure. The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, too. You know what they all do? Hmm. Work for blood. (laughs) You know who blood is? Who? A good psychiatrist in town, Dr. Blood. You should check out Dr. Blood next time you go to the hospital. You know what he does? What? He takes your blood. You know why? Why? His name's Dr. Blood. Hmm. Hey, Spaulding, are you available to babysit? (laughs) Yeah, we're looking for a babysitter if you could help us out. All right, thank you, Spaulding. We're giving you respect about Bush. I think it's Butch. 
I just can never... He kept on saying butcher, too. I can't comprehend, uh, comprehend what he says. Somewhere there's a four-year-old cracking up. <laughs> He's funny. I, I, dude, I thought the exact same thing that he was running a batch in the background. Yeah. You think anybody's ever done that when we're on the show? <laughs> what, like running a batch? Mm-hmm. Probably with us in the background for some reason. You know, there's a lot of people who listen to us on the internet, and they get bored on the internet, so they flip over to some porn, and they forget to flip us off. So there's our voices going while they're handling their business. You think that couples have ever had sex while the show's been on before? Positive. I think yesterday there were a couple batches being ran when uh, you guys were reading those emails. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should replay those. Chunks, can you bring up my cart deck? Because I don't know how this system works. It's a new finagled system we have over here. Are we getting new uh, new ones read, too? I think so. All right. Matt's telling me dot, 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 yes, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> He's done it? I'm sure he has. <laughs> oh, what a dirt ball. Bring up my cart deck. Because I want to replay some of those from last night, mm-hmm. if you didn't hear them. The um, email messages. Get out of here. Kazoo came over to try to... Kazoo comes over to try to help. screwed it all up there! Freaking nuts. Go take some more medicine. Out of way to have control your crew, chunks. Uh, Tim in the 352 does outstanding artwork. I guess he his poster of the day, because he, he does a different poster every day for the show. Mm-hmm. He posts him on hideoutheretics.net. <laughs> What's his new one? Me dancing with Carol Ann. Oh, Jesus. All right. Dopey says that he hasn't had sex during the hideout, but he has gotten oral treats during the show. You guys are dirty. Right. My gurgling voice. Ugh. All right, here are, um, if you go to, speaking of hideoutheretics.net, if you go there, you can see the gay Craigslist ads. Are you working on the new ones, the new emails? Perfect. That drunkie, the interns, and also, uh, by Curious BJ, your cousin, mm-hmm. had to post for losing in the helmet of shame. Who lost this last weekend? Was it Matt? Matt Albert. We have to figure out what he has to do. We got to figure out his shame. Here are some of the responses those interns got. To the gay Craigslist uh, posts. We'll start with Drunky the Bear. Here are some responses to Drunky the Bear's gay. Hold on a second, I forgot the open isn't on him. And now it's time for intern email message theater. Here are some responses to Drunky the Bear's gay Craigslist ad. Are you a top into barebacking? How is it? Is it? Can you more than? Hi, buddy. I'm 47, by married white male, 6'1", 245, 6.5, buzzed, balding, and love to get... Email me back, and I'll send you a pic. What was happening in that pic looks painful. Ha ha. <laughs> that was intern email message theater. Ugh. I love the Brokeback music in the background. <laughs> so, now you can also, again, you can see their posts on hideoutheretics.net if you haven't heard about this yet. Here is the intern one. And now it's time for intern email message theater. Here are some responses to the intern's gay Craigslist ad. Okay, boys, I have some meat for you. 
You will <laughs> both take my. I'm 46 years old, 5'6", 155 pounds, with a nice... Hey boys, 27-year-old here. Live in Windermere, love kissing, getting, and much more. Would love to do all that and more with you too. Let me know. Here are three of my picks. I have more to trade. Smile. Hey guys, what's up? 34-year-old white guy here, 5'11", 205, brown hair, green eyes, 6.5. I'd love to have one of you while the other let me know if you're interested. <laughs> that was Intern Email Message Theater. Yeah, Pedro. Did you guys notice that, that the, the other interns were, were reading that with character because Zoo just read it as is? Oh, yeah. And it was even more creepy? Yeah. And it fit right along. Yeah. Here's, here's Bike, here's BJ's. And now it's time for Intern Email Message Theater. Here are some responses to Buy Curious BJ's Gay Craigslist ad. Hey, buddy. Look pretty good. A bit older than you, but not an old wrinkled fart. Love doing the same thing you mentioned. All that fun stuff. Sweet looking fella there, my red-headed buddy. Love to that fire best to ya. Hey, man. Here, five nine, two twenty, thirty-six inch waist, mod, hairy guy, seven, nice, blonde hair and blue eyes, twenty-seven years old. I love redheads. I would buckets for you. Damn. As of this minute, I don't have a pick, but for you, I can get one. I just wanted to get a hold of you. I will send my face pic as soon as you say the word. I just gotta be discreet. What kind of stuff are you curious about? Let me know. I would love for you to me. Straight acting and totally discreet here. Man, I can't wait to hear from you. Dude, you are hot. Would love to meet up sometime. That was intern email message. <laughs> And I guess by Curious BJ's in the lead with 15 Doog pictures. He wants to come on and talk about it tonight, too. Let's get him on the phone. Now's as good a time as any. Um, Drunky the Bear is losing with 12, and the interns have, what, 14? Yeah. It's something along those lines. Yeah, so uh, they're only one behind by Curious BJ. Whoever gets the fewest Doog pictures has to do a male strip tease. And the final tally will come at uh, <laughs> Friday at 10. Right. Uh, oh, we have a game. I forgot that Matt sent, sent over a very funny game, Gay Lingo Bingo, in honor of Gay History Month. You want to play that in a second? Sure. In the meantime, I don't know if, you know, people always tune in at different times in the hideout. I don't know if they heard the Foley mm-hmm. uh, Intern Instant Message Theater. These are the actual IMs as acted out by the intern. Some of you already heard it before. Mind you, not everybody listens to all four hours, although they should. Mm-hmm. You want to do this one again, Dubs? Let's do it. Right, here is um the the first three are the kind of the newer ones and the last one's like the first one that really came out. And now it's time once again for another episode of Intern Instant Message Theater. In this episode, you will hear an alleged exchange of text messages between Representative Foley and a young team page, apparently about how much they miss each other. Enjoy. I miss you. Yeah, me too. We are still voting. You miss me too? Okay, I better go vote. Did you know you would have this effect on me? LOL, I guess. <laughs> yeah, go vote. I don't want to keep you from doing our job. Can I have a good kiss, good night? Kiss. 
Thus concludes oh. this episode of Intern Instant Message Theater. That kid's a natural reading that. Uh, yeah, which one, though? Both of them. No, I think Kazoo is more natural. All right, here's, uh, here's the next one. And now it's time once again for another episode of Intern Instant Message Theater. Oh, yes, in this episode, <laughs> according to another message, Foley also allegedly invites the teen and a friend to come to his house near Capitol Hill so they can drink alcohol. Are you going to be in town over the Veterans Day weekend? I may be now that you're coming. Who are you coming to visit? Um, no one really. We will be adjourned by then. Oh, good. Then we could have a few drinks, LOL. Yes, yes, wink. You're not old enough to drink. Shh. Okay. That's not what my ID says, LOL. Okay. I probably shouldn't be telling you that, huh? We may need to drink at my house so we don't get busted. Thus concludes this episode of Intern Instant Message Theater. Oh, man. Two more. Okay. <laughs> the actual I am conversations between Foley and the 16-year-old Paige. That guy's going to walk. And now it's time once again for another episode of Intern Instant Message Theater. In this exchange, Representative Foley allegedly appears to describe having been together with the teen in San Diego. Ooh! <laughs> I miss you lots in San Diego. Yeah, I can't wait till D.C. Smiley. Did you pick a <laughs> night for dinner? Not yet, but likely Friday. Okay, I'll plan for Friday then. That will be fun. I want to see you. Like I said, not till Feb. Then we will go to dinner. And then what happens? We eat, we drink, who knows? Hang out late into the night? And? <laughs> I don't know. Dunno what? Hmm, I have the feeling that you are fishing here. I'm not sure what I would be comfortable with. We'll see. Thus concludes this episode of Intern Instant Message Theater. Oh, I hate his internet prying. Just try and get the kid to say something you dirty back You know why you home. hate it? Because you've had online chats with chicks and you're like, and what else do you want to do? No. We're I, not just going to watch a movie, are we? No, because I know how douchey that looks. I would never do that. One more. This was the original and when all this came out. What else do you want to do late at night? And now it's time once again for another episode of Intern Instant Message Theater. Oh, this next one is disturbing. Allegedly, <laughs> Representative Foley and the young Paige are having a text conversation about how he self-pleases himself. Ew. Did you... This weekend yourself? <laughs> no. Been too tired and too busy. Wow. I'm never too busy. Ha ha. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> or tired. Helps me sleep. That's true. Haven't been having a problem with sleep, though. I just walk in the door and collapse. Well, at least this weekend. I am sure. I don't do it very often normally, though. Why not? At your age, seems like it would be daily. Not me. I'm not a dog. Maybe two or three times a week. That's a good number. In the shower. <laughs> I am... So tell me when you're... I have a cast fetish. Well, what? tell me. Cast. You like plaster cast? It's kind of weird. But along with that, I like the whole Catholic girl look. That's our school's uniform. Ha, that's wild. Yeah, but now I'm... Me too. 
podcast got you going? <laughs> what are you wearing? Hell? Normal clothes. T-shirt and shorts. Um, so a big... <laughs> yeah. Um, love to slip them off of you. Ha ha. And grab... <laughs> Not tonight. Don't get too excited. Well, you're... That is true. Thus concludes this episode of Instant It still shocks me every single time. It is more and more disturbing the more you listen to it, and you know the story about Foley and the 16-year-old Paige. That is a crime in whatever state, right? Florida, isn't it? I think it depends. I saw something where it could be a... The cat could end up getting off on a legal technicality. I'm sure. I'm sure he has people he has, looking into every nook and cranny. Access to the loss. And, um, yeah, they just have his buddies rewrite something real fast. Speaking of gay and gay internet and text messages, I, um, I sent uh, Gazoo to go do the uh, other emails for mm-hmm. the uh, Craigslist ads, and he leaves minimized, hidden in a corner, uh, the events going on for the Parliament House and gay landmarks. <laughs> Um, well, I think he has an excuse for that. Yeah, he does. No. (laughs) No, the, the, um... His other excuse. The person who called in said that they were 80s, an 80s trivia guy, and I I could tell that they were. Yeah, he was Um, a little flaming. Mo. Uh, turns out, he's a drag queen over at the Parliament House. Ah. So he's trying to get some picture. (laughs) I'm coming out. Awesome. (laughs) Looking forward to that. (laughs) Um, all right, all right, here's what we need to do. Damn it. We're, gonna, we're about to do the qualifier for Miller Lite, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Play the qualifier right now. Call right now for the Miller Lite free beer in the final score square challenge. Do it, don't, But don't go to break. Just play the qualifier. Caller 7 right now at 407-916-1041 gets qualified for the Miller Lite Hideout Game of the Week Challenge where your name will be randomly placed on our Game of the Week spreadsheet. If you get the winning score of that week, you get a Miller Lite prize pack and are then qualified for the grand prize Miller Lite Poker Tabletop and Chip Set. Win with the great taste of Miller Lite. Always a good call. Go to realradio.fm for more info and listen to the hideout for your next chance to win. All right, here we go. Call now for that, 407-916-1041, The reason I want them to call now is eventually I want the phone lines clear so we can play Matt Albert's game, Gay Lingo Bingo, yes, for Gay History Month. Yeah, the reason is that October is Gay History Month, officially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're actually celebrating it in uh, one um, Philadelphia school, and it has like a lot of parents upset about it. So... After you get qualified, get the free beer. I want to see, You want me to just throw out a couple of these questions to you? Sure. Or do you want to give away the answers, or you want to wait and play the game? Let's uh, let's do a couple quick ones with uh, me and uh, Pedro. All right, don't look. I've got it flipped over. Okay, here we go. Gay dirt. Gay dirt is slang for A, bathhouse gossip talk, mm-hmm. B, flashy jewelry, C, a man used to entrap gay men for arrests, or D, HIV. What is gay dirt slang for? I thought definitely one of the, uh, the options would be toilet paper. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say B. I'm going with A. It is in fact C. Oh. Gay dirt is slang for a man used to entrap gay men for arrests. All right, true or false? Getting pulled is gay slang for getting harassed by the cops. 
true or false in the gay lingo bingo game? I know Matt too well. I think that's true. I, I'm, I, I'm true. It is true. <laughs> it's another good one. Uh, we have a lot of them, so we can play in a second. True or false? Cherry slushy <laughs> is slang for women on their time of the month. True, true. or false? True. Uh, false. That is false. What is it slang for? He, or, is he it? made it up. How did that even work out for, for gay pride uh, month? <laughs> it's gay bingo lingo. I guess these are slang terms. Okay. Yeah. For, all right, if, do we have our qualifier yet? Uh, yes, Eric in the 321. All right, congratulations, Eric in the 321. If you'd like to play Gay Lingo Bingo, call now. 407 916 I'll give you the next one. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Beeman. Behind. Oh, here we go. Behiman. Jesus. I don't know. I don't know if I can say True. That. I may not be able to say that one. <laughs> False. <laughs> B. Uh. I don't know if I can I know say where that he's one. going with it. Yeah. No, don't go with it. Do it. All right, I'm going. I'm gonna clean it up. Behind is gay lingo for. Your virginity back there. True or false? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. you got to get two out of three correct to be a winner in Gay Lingo Bingo for Gay History Month. And that's the first question? Yeah. All right. It's <laughs> the Hideout Real Jesus. Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Gay Lingo Bingo giving out prizes, 407-916-1041, You know what? They don't have to get two out of three. We'll just roll through until we're done with prizes. All right. We'll start off with Laura in the 407. You ready, Laura? Yes, I am the queen of Gator. Okay, perfect. And then this, this could uh, be good for you then. All right, you ready? Awesome. True or false? Behind is gay lingo for virginity back there. <laughs> I would say probably true. You're a winner. Hold on. No <laughs> As I, I'm glad I read through these because a lot of them we can't do on the air. Oh. Matt. Yeah. There's... Although they are funny as hell. Maybe if we played it later we could do more of them. But... All right, you ready for another one? Sure. Let's go to John in the 407. Ready, John? Yep. Gay lingo bingo. Queen of Sheba is black slang for A, a pothead homosexual, B, a black homosexual, C, a meth head homosexual, or D, an Arab homosexual. I'm going to go with B. Yeah, and I think Matt screwed that up. As I look at it, it should have been gay slang, so he yeah. just gave away the answer. That's what I was wondering. Why, why is it so obvious? <sighs> Oops. Matt. 
All right, got another one? Martha in the 407. Ready, Martha? Gay lingo bingo? Okay. True or false? Daddy's waiting game is slang for the period of time it takes for your HIV test to come back. Is that true or false? True. I'm sorry, that's false. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm glad it's not termed the daddy's waiting game. <laughs> this is a game created by Matt Albert. Gay lingo bingo for gay history month. All right. What was that last one, Daddy's what? Waiting game. That one was false anyway, so. That was with the Brady Bunch father. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Sausage Man in the 407. What's up? All right, here we go, Sausage Man. True or false, the term management is a lesbian or older homosexual that is a mentor and occasionally protector of young male homosexuals. True or false? Uh, false. It is true. That is management. Dubs, you and I are looking, looking for representation management. <laughs> Oops. All right, Tom in the 407. Ready, Tom? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Which of these terms is not a term for a gay man in the service? A, killer queen. B, kitty. C, boot camp bimbo. Or D, Miss USO. Which term is not a term for a gay man in the service? Uh, I do believe it's C. It's <laughs> correct. <coughs> Look at you, a boot buddy. Camp bimbo. <laughs> Serviceman. Let's go to uh, Justin in the uh, 678. All right, we only have two more left. You ready, Justin? You ready, Justin? Are you there, Justin? Sorry, bro. Gotta be ready when we go to you. Let's go to John in the 407. Ready, John? Yep. Gay lingo bingo. True or false? Someone who tries to contract a disease. Could you repeat that, please? <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Someone who tries to contract a disease from another person is called a bug chaser. False. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Does he have the that answer of what they are called? I had one more. You don't want to do one more? Are we out of prizes? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right, you want me to do this one for you? Sure. <laughs> Go for it. The acronym FOD is short for the word that I hate, the F word, offering domination. B, female open to direction. C, friend of Dorothy. D, Femboy Open to do uh, Domination. C. That's correct, friend of Dorothy. Look, Look at me. You, Dubs, you scored a 97%. Hello. <laughs> oh, wait, Bug Tracer's supposed to be true. Oh, was it? Yeah, so that guy didn't get a prize. Ah, we already gave it to him. No. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. I'll type that on the I am. Ass. There it is, our tribute to gay history one. Wow. I'm sure the community is excited about it. I'm sure. <laughs> Why not? You gotta hey, the we didn't make up the slang. You oh, did. Some of it. Matt did. Some of it was fake. Sorry, I don't... Like cherry Slurpee. Cherry Slushy. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I don't proofread. <laughs> Start. We're giving out prizes with these games. We may as well have a little backup on it. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. You want to come into the hideout tonight? Having fun this evening. Yeah, it's been a good time.
I tell you what, though, man. This this Representative Foley thing, it's it's just... It's always fun. You look at it, there's just always good stuff. I guess someone accidentally released the identity of the uh, 16-year-old. You knew that was going to happen. Who's now 21. Is he hot? Uh, don't know. Let me guess on who uh, who leaked it. Lycus. No, it was not Lycus. He enjoys doing that. Shock jock. <clears throat> um, yeah, it was some glitch on some website, allegedly. Oh, speaking of glitches, have you seen the other thing that Fox News did? No. They ran a thing while they were talking about Representative Foley. It showed Democrat from Florida. <laughs> I'm sure that was a glitch. I'm sure that was an accident. My bad. Oops. During this election season. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. we still got a lot more to do. A lot more to do. Well, they picked it up after running it 32 times. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. At some point. Oh, wait a second. I guess that's not true. It's a hideout. Row Radio 104.1. I wish the sweat part came out quicker. Sweat, yum, yum, sweat. Yum, yum. Oh, 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 oh. Wednesday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Dancing with the dead girl from Poltergeist. <laughs> Anti-Matt sent me the story of when uh, why he's afraid of clowns. We were just talking about, like... I don't know, scariest movie moments earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. He said, when I was five, my uncle had a scary-ass painting of a clown that I was so scared of, I couldn't even sit in the same room wow. alone. So one day I was acting up, and he decided to be an ass and took the painting off the wall and started chasing me around <laughs> the house with it. And needless to say, I cried like a little bitch. And from there on, I've hated clowns. They float. They all float. You gotta think about like the mean stuff your uncles have done to you. <laughs> they thought it was loving at the time. <laughs> I mean, like for real, not, not, even, not even like a kid touching bit. He but, served his time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I had mean uncles, man. Oh yeah, uh, they. And there's something about it. As an older brother too, I'm a much older brother than my my little brother, and I was kind of uncle type. You know, where I would just harass the hell out of him. It is so much fun, though. Yeah. They're just so stupid. Jeez. Kids are so stupid. And you tell them stories mm-hmm. and... Like, Freak them out. Bad things are going to happen to them. Get them to cry, and then you're like, shh, 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 don't oh, go, cry, stop. Going back to that scary moment, um, Twilight Zone, the movie, where that thing is on the airplane. Oh. You know, on the airplane wing? Yep. And my uncle made me sit there and watch that over and over again. <laughs> and he was like, when you fly back to Dallas, that's what's going to happen on your plane. <laughs> what a jerk. Uncle Herbie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> You're a better person for it, though. Yeah, yeah sure. You don't that window seat anymore. Dude, I, I, for the longest time, I would not look out the window during a night flight. It wouldn't happen. I don't like looking out the window anyway. 
Man, it's so weird. Like as I've grown up, I've become more and more of a push about flying. Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't mind it all anymore. I. My thing is, I want to be near the aisle and close to the front, so I can get out of there as quick as possible, so I don't have to wait wait behind the little kids. It pisses me off trying to get off a plane. You land, and then it's another hour waiting for all these uh, old people and children to get their stuff out of the carry-on. I am with you about trying to sit toward the front yeah. and an aisle seat too, but. When I, when I was a kid, flying was no big deal. I mean, like, whatever. I used to do it all the time. But now as an adult and you're thinking about all that human flesh and fuel in a big tube, uh, 35,000 feet above the air, oh. and, like, you're, like if you have a window seat and you look out, you're, yeah, like, you're like three inches. Yeah, uh, there are three or four inches protecting you from falling to your death. Me and Arnie had to take a flight to New York, and, and I hate flying. I get real paranoid. So Arnie comes to, to the airport. He sees me. I'm, I'm already there, and I'm like, you know, I'm pale. He's like, Pedro, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. Let me tell you a story. He's telling me the story about when he took a flight, Eastern Airlines, to Tallahassee, and the flight, when it landed, the airplane cracked in half, and when he looked up it up, all he saw was the stars. True story. He was he was one of the survivors of an Eastern Airlines crash in, in Tallahassee. Are you kidding? Yeah. Wow. Why did he never tell us that story before? That son of a bitch. Let me call him up. I want that story. You heard about Giant Brian, right? Uh, not not the Giant Brian that uh, that uh, calls into the show and comes up to open door policy, but the uh, our old friend from D.C. Um, this happened when we were in D.C. He uh, he was from Pittsburgh, so he would fly home all the time, going back to Pittsburgh uh, just to visit. And one of his flights, they they thought there was something wrong with the plane, so everybody had to uh, get down in the position and everything. And he was too big to fit in that position. Yeah, because what is he like six five, six yeah. six? So they had to move him all the way to the front of the plane and everything, and get him you know where there was room for him to crouch and everything. It ended up being fine. I think there was something wrong with one of the wheels. He was on one of those that the wheels were sideways. <laughs> if you were a flight attendant, would you just be like, screw this big guy, he can go lay wherever he wants to lay? I don't care. I don't want to take any more time well, <laughs> trying I've, to find him more space. I remember when Dubs and I were um, oh God, going around, like talking to different stations before we got to real radio, we went out to Detroit. Mm-hmm. And we flew back on a very small carrier. It's not even around anymore. Go ahead okay. and say it. Independence Air. Yeah. Which we, we liked. I mean, it was yeah, cool. I, I flew it all the time. So anyway, we're on our way back from Detroit, and it's one of those small planes. Like, it's only two seats on each side, and it's it's pretty tiny. Mm-hmm. And we're landing. We told the story before, but we're landing. And we're going down nose first for the landing. When anyone yeah, has ever flown before, no, nose is always up. So... I mean, we're close. We're like seeing trees can, clearly. Yeah, you can see the leaves on the trees. You know, we're that close, and the nose is still down. And Dubs and I grab each other's hands and go, pull the nose up, pull the nose <laughs> we're up. We just started screaming, pull up! <laughs> and so it, it was a, it was actually a very smooth landing. It was nose, then right at the last second, pull the nose up, and then you, you land calmly, you know, and perfectly. I think... I think he was... Oh, and our flight out there, that was our flight back to D.C. Yeah. When we went to Detroit, um, we were on there and sitting there getting ready to take off, and the the captain comes on, they say, this is the captain, and I thought of a football team, of a high school football team. This guy looks so young. 
It was doomed from uh, the word go. Because here's what happened. The power kept going out. Oh, yeah. And so someone eventually asked the stewardess about the power going out, and she was like, I'm surprised there's even a stewardess in this plane. Well, the stewardess comes back into the cabin, and she pulls someone out of the crowd and be like, Hey, do you know how to turn the power on? And we're like, what the hell's going on here? Then another person asks her, you know, about the the captain, because he looked real young, and she's like, oh, it's just like playing Xbox. Yeah. And we're like, you get a, you get to restart if you're playing Xbox. Yeah, you can pause it. You can go uh, look at your guide real quick. There's no pause in the plane. My cousin flies those Cessna planes in, in, uh, in Long Island. He took me in one of those, and I hate a plane that all you hear is like, I couldn't do that. Worst thing, and I ask him, it's like, dude, uh, if the engine just happens to blow off, uh, what do you do? Do we have parachutes? <laughs> he tells me, the plane's the parachute. <laughs> That's the thing. That's dude, your protection. From that point on, I was just like, please, please just land. I couldn't do it. You, were you just getting flashes of big bopper in your head? Yeah, yeah. Richie Valens. That was the kind of plane that they took off, and you could just hear the. Uh, right, would you would you fly? If you would you get on the plane and go up in the air? If the pilot was someone you went to high school with, that, no. That I I was looking on MySpace on the people in high school went to school. He lives in Orlando and is a pilot. There's no way in hell I'm trusting that guy to fly a plane. What? Because you know him or what? Yeah, he was an uncoordinated loser back in school. He still looks the same. You think I'm gonna get on a, a plane with him? All right, I want you to send this over to me. I want to see if I'd get on the plane with this guy. You wouldn't. I swear to God. Captain White. Captain White. I leave his name out of it. We'll take a break, come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, back in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. You know how Tommy was telling us about uh, the kid he went to high school with is now a pilot? He sent me his MySpace. I think he's been my pilot before. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. U.S. Airways? There he is with a picture of him drinking. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's U.S. Airways. He has a picture of him next to a plane. I'm pretty sure. That's pre-flight exercises, my friend. Why not? For him, you should see him. Yeah, one of us is him in front of his plane, the other two of him in a bar and an empty drink. Was he your best friend in high school? No, nah, he, uh, actually, I emailed him a few months ago. Just kind of apologizing how I treated him in high school. He never emailed me back. How'd you treat him? Great. What'd you do to him? <laughs> just always made fun of him, made, uh, <laughs> told him to go hit on girls that I knew he had no chance with. And actually, one girl actually hit him with a purse one time. <laughs> he was so creepy, though. He was, like, sitting at this lunch table. And I go, Go talk to her. I think she might like you. And next thing I know, I see him reaching his hand over the table. I don't know what he's trying to grab at. And she takes her purse and oh. hits him in the face with it. Sorry, Don. <laughs> wow. No, I'm not. Just don't kill me if I ever fly your plane. Now I'm worried about when I go home to my 10-year reunion, who's going to be flying that freaking plane? It could be him. He could be going back for the same reason. They get to fly for free. Oh, hey, are you, his face. are you putting up the uh, MySpace for the stripper on uh, Hideout Heretics? Yeah, Nameless is doing it. Oh, good. We're bringing in this uh, stripper. So I guess she brought her own stripper pole, and Trunks is telling me about her. Nice. She's a character. Yeah? Oh. She's in the cutting. Oh. That is hot. And so I told him to ask her if she would cut herself on the show. Because <laughs> we got real TV. 
realradio.fm if she would like sit th- sit there and cut her. That would be really hot, actually. Just like start crying and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wonder if she'd use the blood as like face paint, like she's going to war, like spray fart. <laughs> at least like now. At, at least like just uh, do it on the eyes, like it's a football game. Right. I'll paint it up um, like it's the program. <laughs> you know what? I thought BJ, Mike here's BJ looked familiar. I think it's the same guy I went to high school with. He I was thinking that now. too. I looked at the photo. He does look like Mike here's BJ, but taller. Hmm. When did we want to talk to BJ about him and his uh, photos? We called him and left a message. Oh, okay. Yeah, how funny would it be if so- someone sees BJ's ad and then they see this guy that I went to high school with? The redhead? I think it's the same guy. Looks very close. BJ yeah. tried to call me not too long ago if you want to try to call him back again. Okay. Well, we want to bring in the stripper next, don't we? Yeah. We told her after 10 because apparently she of has course. a potty mouth. Well, comes with the territory. It'll make up for it, though, if she cuts herself on yeah. the show. I doubt she'll be able to control herself while she's uh, raking that skin. Well, I was hearing the story of why she cuts herself, and that's a good one. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> you want I me to tell material. you? No, I want to hear her well, tell me. Well, I want to ask her again about it, but I'm a little teaser so you guys stay tuned. I guess it had something to do with an ex-boyfriend tying her up and going at her with scissors. <laughs> yeah. I just... uh. Got a little thing going down here. Yeah? Yeah. A little magic. Yeah. Oh, 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 it's magic. I guess she's going to do a strip dance for us. Wonderful. We had to make her dance during the commercial breaks. Yeah, to keep people uh, on real TV. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk to her about the cutting. You think she'll cut? I hope so. If not, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, she, it has to be under her own, like, I don't want to, like, corner her into it. <laughs> Stay still. <laughs> Give me some scissors. <laughs> Do a whole swim of the sharks things. Right. Grab her feet, dubs. <laughs> Throwing lime juice into it. <laughs> Forgot about that. This is going to be awesome. Uh-oh, we wait. got BJ in line. I guess he's upset. BJ. Yeah, go ahead. What's wrong? You're on the air. Bye, Curious BJ, one of the three people who lost in the helmet of uh, shame. First three weeks of hideout fantasy football. He has a gay Craigslist ad. Um, you can see it on hideoutheretics.net. Right now, he's in the lead, too, for the most Dugan pictures, so he won't have to do a, a nude strip tease. <laughs> Why are you... I'm in the lead? Yeah, you yeah. Got, you've gotten 15 penis photos so far. <laughs> Congratulations. All right, good time. On the, board, guess... on the board here, it says you're upset. Why are you upset? It's not that I'm upset. I just I, I broke down. I told Doug I wasn't going to look, and I broke down and looked. <laughs> what would you think? Oh, man, I just, like I said, it has nothing to do with, you know, I, you, know, you could put a gay Craigslist space up to me anywhere you want, but it's like, you know, I coach here, you know, I have, like, you know, if any of my kids saw it, you know, they'd be like, what the heck's that? Right. Like, it's a little, you know, I got a little more on the line than, you know, everybody else is doing it. What, that twelve fifty an hour you make coaching for three months out of the year? It's, hey, I don't, hey, I don't do it for the money. <laughs> you do it for the love of the kids? I do it for the love of the, love of the sport, and uh, I love I love the kids and oh, uh, the effort they put into it. Uh, we have Arnie Ellis on the line, too, with this playing story. All right, real fast, though. So, by Curious BJ, you don't like your, uh, you're not happy with your post, or what? Oh, no, I mean, it's, like I said, I don't really care about it, per se. I just am not, you know, like I said, I don't, don't want anybody 
certain individuals will see it or run across it. Hmm. What are you worried about most? Getting fired? Uh, one of my kids going, hey, uh... <laughs> hey, Coach hey, Wellman. <laughs> hey, Coach, yeah, hey, Coach uh, Wellman, I uh, saw you on Craigslist. You're a little firecracker, huh? <laughs> so we're talking like a like a 14 year old boy. Jeez. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to like? Uh, how am I supposed to? What am I supposed to say? Well, listen, it's it's all a big joke. It's not real. <laughs> I you know what's gonna be great though. Yeah, he's um, gonna buy that one. You're well, you're winning right now, which is good. If you were losing, you'd have to do the strip tease, and we'd capture that on video on real TV, put it on YouTube. Maybe even send it as an email to your uh, high school. Yeah, athletic director. And if anything goes down, just uh, go straight to rehab. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. Just like Representative Foley. <laughs> and then say, yeah. say a well, coach yeah, will touch you. Uh, listen, I got this huge issue with, uh, with uh, meth. And uh, huge... <laughs> I just I got I to gotta go get this problem taken care of. Yeah, whenever I'm on meth, I go on a Craigslist <laughs> and put a gay ad up. <laughs> That's well, my side effect. For, uh, for uh, public... Uh, Public, uh, Officials? whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, politicians. All right, all right. <laughs> couldn't think of politicians. He's got to be public. All right, hey, BJ. It's speech impediment. <laughs> I forget. Hey, are you going to be. Credit. Are you going to be available in December? Well, of course, it'll be de- available in December. Um, I believe we may have finally the debut of the Bicurious BJ documentary behind the Bicurious. Okay. So I just want to let you know big party. All right. Well, I don't drink anymore, so. That's fine. Whatever. All right. We'll talk to you later. 5,000. Hey, whoa. Hey. What's what? up? Tell me snort Ritalin. You don't snort Ritalin. Are you really snorting Ritalin? Ah, uh, no. Just crap. Should. Uh, he said he should. Oh, yeah. okay. My bad. Um, now, BJ. Yes. You hooked up with a 50-year-old <laughs> last weekend, right? <laughs> yeah, she graduated with my Uncle Rick. <laughs> Graduated with your uncle. What? It was awesome. I'll be, I'm not gonna lie. It was awesome. Graduated with your uncle Rick. Yep. Class Jeez. of uh, class of 1973. And well, actually 75. Class of 75. And she's 50 years old. Was it good? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Why was it, was she skinny or fat? Skinny. Oh, real skinny. Real tight body. Real. Big rack. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Did you call your uncle? Scott sitting next to me. He saw her. She's good looking. Did you call your uncle Rick and tell him who you banged? No, nah, I may bring it up next time I'm over there. That's I think we should call him now. Yeah, let's get a hold she's of Uncle Rick. Now imagine what she looked like back in like like '75 <laughs> when she was graduating high school. So uh, <laughs> is this a love connection? Are you going to do it again? How'd you hook up? I just met her at a bar, and she just wanted I. That was it. She wanted to have it, huh? She needed. What bar? You're, what bar do you meet a 50 year old chick who's ready to bang? What's the name of the bar? Uh, Charlie's in Perry, Michigan. <laughs> You're such a loser. Charlie's. All right. All right, BJ. We'll talk to you. you what though? Can I can I tell you this? Go ahead. Sure. Real quick, I'll finish up with this. Well, I don't know how I want to word this. I couldn't. You know, I I, I couldn't. Uh, complete. Complete. And uh, she insisted. <laughs> what do you mean? Long time, but she freaking just she bit her lip and just just went to town until I finally yeah. completed. <laughs> wow. Got a lot of you know what? I I, I respect that. I respect <laughs> what she You did. have to. I'm sure she took it personally because she's 50 and she's with a 24 year old loser and she can't even make him 
get the hey, ultimate well, pleasure. Of all, Twenty-five and uh, second of all, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm a loser. All right, BJ, we'll talk to you. Right, Five thousand. Five thousand. Let's <laughs> talk to Arnie real fast. Oh, we got a break. Let's break. Come back, talk to Arnie, and then we'll bring in. Uh, well, we can even bring her in during the segment, too, okay. so people get a look at her and she can get comfortable in the studio. All right. We'll take a break, come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Bumper music on Wednesday nights. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Man, what's wrong? I'm ranked today. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I earlier when I was walking around, I cut one in here and I walked in there and it followed. Oh, me in I there. hate that. And I didn't know if you could smell it in there. That's nasty. Wow. Uh, all right, here we go. Hour four on the Hideout tonight. You're going to want to go to Real TV on RealRadio.fm to get a lovely uh, look at Sin. Oh. Oh. <laughs> in the back. Okay, I'm in here now. Uh, Sin is the uh, L.A. exotic dancer there. We'll talk to her more in a little bit. Uh, she's here with her boyfriend, Brian. Uh, we'll do that in a second. Though. First, we want to go to our, our comedian buddy, Pedro Lima's in. And, of course, he's friends with uh, Arnie Ellis, another one of our comedian friends. Our, our um, Pinchy in the 440 is flying down uh, to Orlando. And so I want uh, I want Arnie to tell this story for Pinchy, who's about to get on an airplane to come down from Cleveland to Orlando. Arnie, what happened to you? You survived a plane crash? Yes, I did. Uh, I was in high school, and uh, I was visiting my dad up in uh, Minnesota, and I had to take an Eastern Airlines flight from Atlanta to Pensacola. And uh, when the plane... <laughs> was going to make a landing in Pensacola. I don't know what happened. The pilot was flying by the seat of his pants or something, but it hit nose first. The oh. plane hit nose first, bounced off the runway, and the tail hit. So what happened was the plane basically broke in half. Wow. And the break in the plane, it was still attached on the bottom, but the top, there was all sky. The, the break in the plane occurred between my row and the row behind me. So from my row up to the front of the plane, everybody was sitting normally. But from behind my row to the back, everybody was sitting like at a 45-degree angle, holding onto the seat, screaming. The plane was, was, uh, was sliding down the runway till it came to a stop. And then we had to open the emergency doors and jump off the wings and walk back to the airport. Now, did any people die? No, but there were no fatalities. There were no injuries that we knew of. Everybody was fine. But uh, it was, uh, it was a, man, it was awesome. <laughs> what, 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 what was your reaction during the landing? Well, it was weird, and, and I don't want to get smoke and mirrors on you guys, but in all honesty, for me, it's like time slowed down for a few minutes, mm -hmm. and I was very hyper-aware of everybody and everything around me. I knew everybody was okay. I was acting without even thinking. You know what I mean? It's like I knew, okay, everybody's okay. My little brother was next to me. My sister was on the other side. I grabbed my little brother and held on to him. And then the plane came to a stop, and we got the emergency door open. And then I was helping people get out on the wing, and then we were walking back. It was really, it was it was pretty cool, actually. You're because, a hero. Uh, You're Bruce Willis. You're unbreakable. Look at um, you. I don't know. I mean, may, I, <laughs> let me tell you guys something. I'm in New York right now, and I think I'm going to get broken. 
<laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, someone, you already got <laughs> no, taken for yeah, three grand. Yeah, you got taken. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it's turns fun, out. It's fun, man. I just got a call. For, you know, Pedro called me to tell me to call in and tell the airplane story. I was in a, I was in a bar in Brooklyn doing a set. Oh, and, sorry. Uh, I was sitting there thinking, you know, I'm in Florida doing sets and bars for like five people, and I move up to New York and go to frickin' Brooklyn and uh, do sets for five people. Oh, Isn't that beautiful? That sucks. <laughs> All right, oh, Arnie, uh, hopefully we'll see you soon, buddy. Hey, I miss you guys, man. You guys take care, all right? All right there's you your too, comedian bro. buddy, Arnie Ellis. He's a really funny guy. Hey, I know what he meant when he said, like, time slowed down for that few minutes. Like, uh, obviously my car crash that I was in was nothing like that, but... Like, Play it up. Sure it was. I mean, it was like horrible. It was like an 18-wheel that's like T-boned me, basically. Mm-hmm. And like, right before I got hit, like everything kind of slowed down, and I had time to like move my leg out of the way so it didn't get trapped or like crushed or anything. And I kind of like, started laughing until... Why? Why would you laugh? Because I was like, hey, everything's fine. I didn't even hurt my neck or anything. And then, <laughs> then yeah. my dog, who was asleep in the backseat, jumped in the front. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is actually happening. Can y'all smell that in there? Dude, Chunks, Chunks tried to open that door like quick, like it was biohazard and and that stench is already hitting over here i gotta check man <laughs> no sure you're not bleeding good, again? all good no i'm still but you're still bleeding yeah but it's a lot less that's not i, right, I had problems i had colonoscopy like i don't know six weeks ago look at our poor guest now it looks horrified. like a visit to the planned parenthood back there <laughs> whatever like <laughs> like your farts don't stink my apologies <laughs> jesus christ i'm a human being oh, but you do it what are you I'm, robots you do it excessively, though. Nah, I've actually been pretty good until this. This scares me. <laughs> Sorry! Fire <laughs> um, alarm's going to go off soon. All right, Sin is here. If you go to hideoutheretics.net, I'm looking right now at her latest blog, which I don't even think we can say on the radio, like mm-hmm. her MySpace title, but you can't. There's a link up on hideoutheretics.net to her MySpace, and then kick on her, or click on her blog, and I see her and her cutting. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, uh, welcome to the hideout, hot. sweetie. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic, because I look at this. Oh, you got a great look. I love the look. And what's with the cutting? What's that all about? I had to do it for a fetish show. Oh. Bloodletting you know, on stage. And so I know you're right here, but I'm too busy looking at the photos. <laughs> um, man, you you were pretty intense about it. You're like, like Manson, like really cutting yourself up there. You <laughs> Do you draw stuff on your body too with knives? Like it's do you like do any designs and things? Uh, I do carving. She has my name on it. <laughs> Does she? Yeah, she has your name. Brian, where's where's Brian written in or carved it, in? It's, it's, on, it's on the blog. It's on the blog. It's on my legs. It's on like the leg. first pictures you see. Right, hold on, let me go back up and check that out. <laughs> do you uh, use like an exacto knife or? No, I know. I, I use like, ah. these uh, scissors. I use. Hello Kitty scissors. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. Do they have the plastic cover? Because you always got to be safe. <laughs> Is there any way you'd cut first tonight, or you do you? No, I don't have my scissors with me, and I'm I'm already, I'm still trying to heal from that show. I still have. Like, yeah, I can see the marks still. Son yeah, of a bitch. Uh, that is so hot. Though. I gotta get her on stage over at Cheaters, make me some money. So she <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you were uh, performing at Cheaters and Coco. Uh-huh. Uh, you've been featured on Playboy Radio. I want to talk a little bit more about the cutting and the story about that <laughs> too, if you don't mind. All right, let's okay. let's take a break and come back, and we'll have more with uh, with Sin. And uh, her boyfriend Brian is also here too. You go to uh, hideoutheretics.net. You can see her uh, her MySpace page, and she's also obviously live on Real TV on RealRadio.fm. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Yum 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 yum. 
and star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. I've just been analyzing her blog post. Yeah? Hideoutheretics.net is the easiest way to get to it. For uh, Sin, who's in here, she's she was the, uh, or maybe currently still is, L.A. Exotic Dancer of the Year, uh, currently out at Cheaters and Coco. Um, she may do a little something for us here in a little bit. Uh, I guess our buddy Benny, who hooked us up with Doug Stanhope, mm-hmm. hooked us up with her as well. I want to talk about the cutting, because I've never talked... Still with the cutting. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? You don't just gloss over that. Um, all right, I'm looking at the photos. How deep do you usually go with your Hello Kitty scissors? Uh, well, that's why I don't use, like, uh, blades or anything like that, because I, I can't cut too deep with them. But, I mean, mm. there's that one picture of my leg, and that, that one got pretty fucking... Oh! Pretty deep. All right, hold on. Turn the mics off. Doves, turn your mic off. I got it. Hmm. <laughs> Shocking that uh, <laughs> to win the uh, the girl cuts herself, curses that we have to dump out of it. You may want to listen to this interview on Real TV on RealRadio.fm. All right, she was saying though that she cuts with Hello Kitty scissors because anything else sharper than that will really hurt her. But if you go to her blog and again get to that through uh, HideoutHeretics.net, if you get to that. You see that, I mean, those are pretty deep wounds. They're deep wounds with a lot of blood. And I want to know, but be thinking about this because I'm going to ask you this when we get our dump back up. I want to know why. Because I was a big fan of Manson. And I, actually, I guess he's got something new coming out, too. But I was a big fan of Marilyn Manson. And he said at one point he felt so dead inside that he. Huh? Marilyn, yeah. He was. He felt so dead inside that that was one way to like feel alive. Is whenever you cut yourself and you self-inflict that pain. Is that true, Sin? Well, with me, it's like uh, whenever I used to get in fights with like my parents or anybody, I used to punch walls. Mm-hmm. And now I need my hands so much for work that I can't screw up my hands for dancing. So I yeah. So I, I just revert to cutting instead. Okay. Um. But is it to feel alive or just to take out anger on yourself? To take out anger and also just like to feel something other than like uh, emotional pain, to feel physical pain instead. What do you? It's hot too. Yeah. She's asked me to cut her and use the blood for lube. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Um. Let me let me ask, why like why do you hate yourself so much that you? I don't hate it? myself. Well then, well, but like what emotionally is <laughs> is digging at you? I don't understand it. Well, instead of going out and getting in a fight with someone and screwing up my hands, it just. I still want to feel some form of pain, so it's just I just cut. Why a knife and not a hammer? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Why not a, the nice hammer to the temple? That seems like that uh, would hurt a little bit, nothing. too. Um, I right. can't ruin this pretty face. No, that is true, and it is pretty. Uh, Sin, uh, working out at Cheaters and Coco right now. You can uh, see her uh, photos on hideoutheretics.net through her MySpace. I really recommend you going there and looking at these photos of her, I guess, after a show. Let's go to uh, Dick in the 407. He wants some tips on cutting. 
Yeah, actually, not, not so much tips. I'm intrigued. Ever incorporate this with sex, like at the point of climax? Do you cut then, or is it not like that at all? She scratches me all up, buddy. All right, so scratching, but do you never have your Hello Kitty uh, scissors out whenever you guys not in the yet. middle of making love? Not, not yet. yet. She <laughs> says not yet. I say not at all. Here, here's what I'd love to do. I'd love to be able to, like, to be having sex with you and have those Hello Kitty scissors, and then while we're in the middle of it, uh, cut off a piece of your earlobe. Oh. I, think, <laughs> I think that would be really hot. I think yeah. it'd be hot at right a climax. You cut your beard off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what's the whatever. It's the hair. I'm talking about cutting part of your ear off. And then you just got the earlobe, and you can like like shove it in your nostril, yeah, and thank you. you can smell. <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah I do. You cut I mean, it It's like gum, but then partly like dip, and you're just <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, Sin's in here. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right. Our producer was telling us a story about some of the cutting, too, and I don't know if it's with your cur- current boyfriend, Brian, or if it was someone else. But some, like, how did it all start? I, I heard a story about being tied up and being attacked with scissors. Is that true? Oh, no, no, no. That was, that was, I've been cutting for a while now. That was just like, a game I used to play. <laughs> and I never got cut with them. They were just like, you know, snipped like big shears by my ears and stuff and being cut. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Some people play Monopoly, yeah. some people play Connect Four. Right, no, not yeah. us. We're playing with scissors. No, it was my zip ties and uh, scissors game. Wow. Yeah. Right, so, how do you get points in this game? Is it by avoiding. <laughs> Is it avoiding the uh, the shears? The more I cry, the better the better points you get. Now, okay. would you be uh, blindfolded during it or? No, 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 okay. no. I'd be um like laying like face down and then my uh, wrists from behind are zip tied. Okay. And then um. Rolling around like a dolphin or what? No, no. I just I'd just be forced to stay still and yep. dude would leave the room and he'd come back ten minutes later and um with the, the shears and just snip them around me and then like just put them across my throat very lightly and across my body and stuff and, and threaten me just basically saying you know I could kill you right now and nobody would find your body and nobody would know it would be me you know what I mean? oh, wow, that's... and to the point where I'm crying and stuff and then he'd press down on my elbows Uh-oh. while I'm zip tied right, let's, let's, and it would cut into my wrist let's slow down for a second so you, uh, you knew he wasn't going to do it. Was it all oh, yeah. part of acting, though? And like you you're crying, kind of like to... you get wrapped up in the role play? By the way, we're talking to Sin. She, uh, yeah. She's working out of Cheaters and Coco. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You can see her on Real TV on RealRadio.fm. So this was all part of an acting thing? It was all role play, but I mean, there's been, there was a couple times where he had to leave the room and like come back and he'd be like bursting in tears and crying. He's like, oh my God, you know. He's like, I had to chill out because I really started going with it and, he's and he like, really wanted to hurt you yeah what a puss <laughs> why are you gonna go cry you cry baby <laughs> go with the feeling stabbering or sternum. no no <laughs> stabbering or sternum just rip it apart are you kidding really? well really? you know whatever really go with i'll do it i swear to christ i'll do it you see this it's my hate face. Oh, I like it, though. It's still hot. I like to hit it with, like, a bag of oranges and yeah. a rib cage. I want to see your oxygen-deprived face. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-104. So what are you doing out of Cheaters? Are you featured, or what's going on out there in Coco? Uh, I, just started, I just started out there. Okay. Yeah. Are you excited about it, though? Uh, yeah, it's it's okay, Club. I mean... Yeah. Well, you used to L.A., right? Yeah. Uh, tell me about the being the uh, exotic dancer of the year out in L.A. How do you win an award like that, or is um, it self-proclaimed? There was a contest held out. Uh, I had less than 12 hours notice, and the clubs basically um, put up a, you know, a couple hundred bucks for their for their top dancer to go to the convention center mm-hmm. and being judged there and perform. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I had about 5,000 people around my stage. Nice. And at the time, I had my blonde, huge mohawk. 
Because you're uh, you're an alternative chick. I mean, what would you call yourself? Alternative? I mean, is, or do you even give yourself a label? Yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know. I'm a combination of everything. You just kinda, you're, <laughs> I just say you're different. Alternative kind of works. I mean, you're not yeah. like grunge alternative. Yeah, but people are just like, are you punk? Are you goth? Are you, you know, rocker? Like, what are you? It's like, yeah, I don't. I whatever. Don't yeah, right. Put myself in a category. Um, so you go out there and you end up winning? Like, what kind of chicks are you beating? Are you beating like your, like your most typical? Of the, yeah, most of the girls are all typical strippers, you know, blonde. Boob jobs, you know. Right. Just, you know, it's actually worth just... seeing to go dance. Yeah. So it's just amazing to see her dance. Yeah, we know. You don't have to push She's her. She's a contortionist, man. She could put both of her legs behind her head and kiss her butt. <laughs> wow. You want to do that for us? Could you, could you do that? I know the, the stripper pole won't work, but yeah. could you do a little contortion here in the hideout? You have to do it on the floor. All right. Well, we could do it on the table, too. We could clear off the table. Right. Maybe. All right, we'll see if we can figure out. We can, we'll do it during the commercial break. Cause, I mean, okay. Doing it on the air, because we still have real TV. I mean, people are watching this on RealRadio.fm, and people end up capturing this video and putting it out on YouTube, so it's uh, it ends up working out really well. Sweet. Uh, yeah, we, and we'll send it to yeah, you. I can, can put, I can say, I can put it up on my page. Yeah, absolutely. Put it, absolutely. Awesome. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-104. You got a question for Sendubs, like when you look at it and you're wondering about the lifestyle? I think we've gotten through the cutting pretty well. I mean, that, that Have we, mostly, though? Yeah. <laughs> I have, a, I still have a trillion questions. Like how, from this on your MySpace, are those the same wounds you're healing from now? Like yeah. How, how long yeah. ago was that? That was, uh, that was about uh, less than two weeks ago. How do you treat that? I, I don't. Um, Windex. I never, I never, <laughs> I never put, I don't put ointment on it. I don't do anything. Like in fact, there's a couple times I squeeze lime on it to like make it burn, and I rub it in. Wow. <laughs> Can we do that to you? I want to hurt you, man. How much are you paying me? Huh? I will. I'll throw lime all over it. We'll just get a Corona and see is what that happens. taco that hasn't been eaten out there? Oh, uh -oh. I hate it. Nah, Some sure sour cream. Oh, okay. I punched it oh, like you a did? fat girl at Fat Camp. Nice. I like this girl. This seems like your kind of girl, Dubs. She's just really? nuts. I don't know. She seems like my kind of girl. Uh, yeah, uh, Sin performing out of Cheaters and Coco here in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. You can see her on Real TV during the commercial break. She's going to do a contortion thing for us. For those of you who stay tuned on uh, Real TV. What's up, Pedro? You got a question? Our comedian. Your, your thing is is cutting. It's not like uh, like pain during sex, or is it? Are you down to like getting uh, jokes, slap happy, and stuff? Oh yeah. <laughs> a word. Oh yeah. You like slap happy? He won't. He won't slap me in the face though. What? <laughs> Jesus. What? I've asked him no. to. He's not cutting your earlobe off? He's not punching I mean, like, I'll, I'll I'm not as big of a weirdo as she is. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'll scratch myself during it. And he's like, no, no, no. Uh, like, Stop. my bruises on my arms is from biting the insides of my arms and everything. I'm waiting wow. for my wife to give me the green leg to slap her. I'm just worried about her not being able to work and make me money. <laughs> yeah. She gets all scratched up. Nobody wants to give her any tips. No, I make more money when I'm all cut up. Oh, all right. Well, we'll see what happens. There's I, a lot of sickos out there. They love it. Oh, man. there's no doubt. There's a there's a whole uh, style. <laughs> right, we, so we'll see you guys down at Cheaters, then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you got to stop pushing it. We all know cheaters and coke. <laughs> um, can you bite the inside of your... Can you just, like, gnaw on your tricep or on your bicep real fast? Look at the bruises, see man. the bruises, man. Yeah, but we want to see it. I don't know. That may be from him hitting... Just nibble. Just that nibble. Don't, don't go like... Don't go like... That may be from him hitting you for not saying cheaters no, enough. No, it's, it's, only, it's only during sex I do that. All right, fine. <laughs> I want to see that, though. It's so awesome. Uh... We'll send you a video eventually. Okay. No, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. All right, let's take a break and come back. And um, during the break, well, we can even like set it up on the floor if you want to do a little contortion thing down there. If you're down with that, just during the yeah, commercial I break. Yeah, no problem. I'm All right, yeah. Stay tuned. Real TV on RealRadio.fm. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I'm Mr. M with a munching mouth. My mouth is munch, 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 munch. 
Alright, go see Sin out at um, Cheaters and Coco. It's a hideout road. Oh, radio that's platform. where she's dancing. Where's that? Where is it? <laughs> she's cheating on me after the show. Talking about what's that it's, mean? A, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. We just had uh, Sin, and she was the uh, LA exotic dancer. Of the you guys are pussies. What, Mr. Glass Plate? Why? <laughs> All right, so here's a story. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I thought she was really cool. I thought she was nice. I liked her. Yeah, and she did the contortion thing during the break. She did a lot of things. Yeah, you left. Uh, I, I like Hi. chicken noodle soup. What's your point? <laughs> Was that guy zoo? Yeah. All right, so anyway, I get this instant message during the uh, segment. I hate this guy. Oh. The boyfriend, Brian. Travis Barker? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, confront him. No. I didn't. Yeah, it wouldn't have been good. It would have all been dumped out. <laughs> That's why I didn't talk during that whole break. So I just sat here chatting with people. I thought you were embarrassed. Oh, heretics. <laughs> what did you hate about him? Just go make me money. You're, you're, the, you're the male chauvinist, though. That You should be down with that. Oh. Have some class, man. I liked him until he wouldn't slap her. That's, seem, that's when he, I say, wait a minute, you're going to pimp her up and you're not going to slap her? He did not He did seem like he wasn't into her style. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't down with what she did. He was an ass. That's why I kept doubt. telling him, enough already. We know she's a cheater. You can't sit here We're and gonna, push it like you're a pimp. We're here to do that. Yeah. In fact, be, in fact you shouldn't even be in here. Let's do this. I'll be Hefe. You be the guy. So, uh, where... where? Cheaters. Okay. Uh, she's so going to make me cut, money. Cheaters. Um, <laughs> cheaters out in uh So, you were Coke. born cheaters. in this... Okay. Um, cheaters. Uh, so, what kind make of water do you... Lube. Cheaters. <laughs> She was nice. I loved she was her. Very nice. It's always weird to uh, like cool chicks or hot chicks get caught up with just an ass. Uh, you know what he was? Dirt stash. That's cave fed mm. we just had in here. <laughs> he reminds me of the guy that I almost oh, got God. into a fight with at the Warp Tour. The security guy that had all the tattoos and the old rocker, and I uh, I just hate that stuff. Ugh! All right, so was going nuts in the back. Yeah. yeah. Tommy hated him. Gazoo hated him. He didn't even really talk that much. I wish we had had more of the camera on both of them now. Mm. So you could see how much of an ass he was. That's why I kept telling him, shut up, we're going to mention cheaters. Tony in the 321. Hey, what's up, y'all? Yo. Hey, Taylor, hey, hey, I recorded that chick doing that. And when you play it back real slow, I could have swore her balls fell out. (laughs) (laughs) Dump it. I did. (laughs) You just got to come up with a more clever way to say it, Tony. I thought she was hot, man. I dug the whole thing. I'm more into that though. I than was you guys into the, the whole. I was making like like Ted F and Copple. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm asking serious questions. I really want to get into the whole. Make the money. From where? Where? Cheaters. Where? Coco cheaters. You started uh, cutting at what age? Did he give you Coco? I guess he has a tattoo <laughs> place out in Coco. Cheaters. And uh, Pedro gave me the card if I wanted to plug it. Coco. Here's the card. There you go, buddy. Maybe if people want to piece that together in Photoshop. 
You I'm guys a little... gotta have a rule of no no boyfriends or, or something. Well, here. we always try to. But guys like the I gotta be in there and make sure I protect. Have them have them sit out there. It's live on the air. What's gonna happen? Yeah, nothing's gonna happen. It's not like you guys have a pinball machine here. No, don't don't sit them in my room because I'll still get the instant messages that they'll see over my shoulder about how he sucks or yeah. Jay in the three two one. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's going on? What we got. I just wanted I just want to tell you, cheaters is in Cocoa Beach. Right, not co- Coco. Oh, I don't even care. There's a big difference. I know there is, but I'm really not into it right now. Yeah, Dubs is pissed. Mm. Oh! Oh! oh, my God, stupid people! Mm. Why are you them call up and be so stupid? Ah! <laughs> Should have heard it before I actually get the mic on. Jeez. Wow. What's he mad about? I don't <laughs> really know. People are stupid. I'm, I'm, oh, my God. <laughs> What's wrong, Zazu? I, oh my! These these people are calling up. And, these people, who are these people? Black people. Uh, I'm, those people. Them's uh, just the callers. I'm sorry. I just freaked out. I'm I'm okay now. It just happens. It, it, His wig just like <laughs> shifted. <laughs> you should have seen those nice headphones he has. He threw, slammed them down. Like cheaters in Cocoa Here Beach. <laughs> Here comes the other conspirator. <laughs> Hey, Gizu, quit stealing my bit. That's my... <laughs> no, that's not a bit. That, that, that was my medication going off in my brain and just saying... No, 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 saying, yeah, that's ju- my thing, what you're doing. Well, I mean, no, I, I just can't take it. Stop it anymore. Just... All right, so what happened? Did you escort him down? Chunks. Huh? Did you escort him down? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, want, I wanted to talk to him more after the break, and Dubs goes, uh, I want to leave it here. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, let's talk to him. No. Alright, the new the new thing up on my on hideoutheretics.net, the hooker with the douche boyfriend. <laughs> See? Oh man. And it's still linked to her wow. MySpace. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> hmm. That happens. Can I recruit you guys some uh some strippers? No. Okay. Not real interested in what you could do. Chunks, so you cut yourself? Chunks, how was it going downstairs with them? It was fine. If you want to ask Chunks that, you can see him at Cheaters tonight. <laughs> Where's that at? Uh, Coco. <laughs> you guys are forgetting the real issue about that elevator ride down. And that's my son! <laughs> Thank you, Michael from Lost. <laughs> oh, speaking of Lost, I heard about it. Shut, Shut up. up. Shut up. I swear that'll get you killed. And not even, like, joking bit killed. Like, killed. <laughs> I already got Chunks once tonight with it. I, uh, I, Chunks was filling on phones for a minute, and I, I am anti-Matt, and I go, Do me a favor. Type over. All right, no, call then and say... Jack dies in the first scene of Lost. Jack is dead. Jack is dead. And then hang up. And then I just see the phone ring, and I start to laugh already. And he's like, I don't know what name you want to go by. That's enough out of you. You <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> and then I, I just lost. Jack it. died? No. No. And then I told uh, Anthony had to call back and say Hurley died on the way back to camp. <laughs> he unfortunately had caught on at that point. <laughs> now Matt's trying to get me. Uh, Matt Albert's like, Hey, I didn't know Hurley dies. It's really a shame they killed him off so early. I'm like, you're not going to get me with that. Go to hell. Chunks, huh? So it wasn't uncomfortable taking him down? Because no. Chunks made up a lie. I wish you just told him, you're being a douchebag. You're going to have to leave. No one wanted to confront him, though. Hmm? Yeah, no, I know. I said, uh, you know, we have, like, a thing coming up, and, uh, you know, <laughs> managers ain't uh, down with us right now. So, you know, it sucks when our bosses tell us, but we got to end it. Put it off on the bosses. Yeah, I'm sorry. And not the douchebag boyfriend. <laughs> Why? They're not here. God. I'm just surprised at you, Dubs, that you didn't want to confront the cat. 
Why would I? What would it do? I think it'd be great radio, just you yelling at the guy how much of a loser he is. You got back up. Gazoo got you back. It would all get dumped, you know, right after... Yeah. It would be fun to see the fight on real TV. No. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to hear it, though. That's all right. Then we'll have video. Dubs would say two things, and it would be blank this and blank that and then blank, and then that's it. And then all what? Right. There's all some right. pauses. And then, oh, my God! Matt Albert says, new bit. Chunks is uncomfortable truth. Where he has to break it to the guests that they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I love the, it. I was in the room and he comes in. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, we got a call from management, and uh, thing is, the next segment we, we're dealing with a kid charity. So um, what the hell? We can't, you know they're gonna be listening afterwards. Or whatever. Now he knows he's a douchebag. And here's your card and all the paper that it's in. It's confetti now, you ass." Well, you know that thing, Ryan. the plugs. Here's what happened. He ruined it for his chick because he was such a douche. Mm. I really liked her, and we would have plugged her cheaters out at Cocoa Beach as, you know, as many times as we wanted to, and she could have really done something here. What place is that? I forgot now. That's but that what, guy was being such a moron. That's what it be. Is make like, me some money. Like, just, yeah, just trying to be a pimp. He's make dirt, me some money. Dirt stash. How's he going to make me money? Faggot. Jesus. <laughs> All right, there's no need for that. And it was weird that he was with her, but he wasn't into anything she did. Yeah, that didn't make I'm sense. into the money she makes me. Mm. They uh, they met two months ago on MySpace. I think uh, from what I understand, the story is I guess he was in Germany or something, and not a lot of money over there in Germany. Uh, no, nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, nine. You hate the guy, don't you, Dubs? Uh-huh. Oh, that money from the Yeah, I've never seen Dubs is... Oh, I guess he called in. Uh-oh. Deuce Brian. Yeah, cheaters down in the uh, <laughs> state. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, she wants me to cut her. Uh, Why don't you? She's a bit of a uh, cheaters tonight. At, uh, <laughs> All right, thank you. Hey, I, I thank you, Douche Brian. I ought to come down there and kick your guys' asses down at Cheaters and Coco. All right, tonight. thank you, Douche Brian. I'm uh, so sexy. Yeah. It's beer time. It's beer 30. It's beer 30. I just wanted to have the confrontation on the air. I think you were more into the, hearing about the cutting. You really seemed... He was into it. He well, got in this weird trance. zone, man. Well, it's fascinating, though, where, you know, you, hear, you find it somebody been. that wants to hurt themselves. So to... <laughs> it right. would have been real fascinating. I would have been into it. You... But no, I'd rather chat with these douchebags online than oh, listen to it. Oh, come on. <laughs> God don't damn. Call, don't call the listeners douchebags. They're your friends. They are. Thank you for getting me through that segment. <laughs> Not making me focus on that ass. Oh. I think the, the best part... Hey, Dubs, uh... Do you have any questions? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is there really to ask? <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, wow. Heard that one before. You <laughs> covered everything with cutting, so uh, I got nothing. So, yeah. Honestly, I'm not listening. Hey, Doug, she seems like your <laughs> kind of girl. Been, I wish you had said something, though. No. I, you even heard me say, all right, do it enough. We know. Cheaters on Cocoa Beach. Shut up already. You know why she has to be out there? Why is that? Make me money. It's a hideout. <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. Give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wrapping up the hideout on a Wednesday night. Troll Radio 104.1. Bad mojo on the 407.
Hey, I just want to let you guys know, I, I, I couldn't believe that you were playing along with that guy for so long. That dude was a total, total oh. D-bag. He was such a pain in the ass to listen to. I, know. I can't believe that you had to do it in person. I, like whenever, I didn't. When, I tuned out. Was, I was over at Real Rock. <laughs> whenever, whenever you had some stripper come in come into the studio, I hope you learned a lesson. Like, keep their handler in the green room or yeah. the hallway. What but we don't, all, don't we always, come in. We always try to... <laughs> What's wrong back there? I hear something slamming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, that was... Pedro went back there and uh, scared Gazoo. Oh. I think he's crying. Um, I wasn't, I swear. Bad Mojo's right, though. That's why I wanted to confront him on the air. I was even putting him in his place. You boys pushed out. I, w I honestly went and chatted. I couldn't handle it anymore. I wanted to murder him. I was down for making good radio. You wanted to chat with your friends online. I did. Wildhawk says, how about this? One question interview with an in-studio guest. <laughs> Ask them one question, cut All their right, mic off, <laughs> and then continue the show as if they weren't even there. All right, you know what? We got to do that. Yeah. And we, with real TV and just see what, ha see what, see what happens the, to them. Right, the find face. us an in-studio guest, someone who we're not going to care about. We'll bring them in. We'll talk to them. We'll ask them one question. We'll shut their mic off and we'll move on to a bit. And then afterwards, we'll thank uh, we'll have Chunks come in and thank them for coming in and no, have them leave. While we're doing our uh, our whole thing on the air, he comes in and tells them. I no no. I think it's better if we make them sit and wait during like during the whole segment, wondering when we're going to get back to them. And then during the commercial break, Chunks goes over and says, "Hey, thanks for coming in." And like we see it on real TV and just get what their reaction is. Like that's it. I'm putting the call in. To see if Screech comes in tomorrow. See if he'll come in live tomorrow? Can you imagine <laughs> well, us doing that? the show got bumped, so. Did it really? Yeah, well, Andrew Dice Clay is at the improv tomorrow. Oh. oh. Nice. The All legend. weekend or just uh, yes, tomorrow? Uh, oh, son of a bitch. X guy in the 863. Hey, man, uh, I just want to tell you, man, there's this great new show coming out of uh, Coco. It's called Cheaters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and listen. Oh, that, that, that's, uh, that's a coink-a-dink. Because my girls dance over cheers. Make me some money. Right, here's the thing, though. Nothing against the fine folks at Cheaters in Cocoa Beach. It's not their fault that one of the great dancers that they have over there uh, is dating a douchebag. So I don't want Cheaters to get a bad name because it's not their fault. That guy's a clown. Oh, I mean... <laughs> oh, oh my god! You scared Kazoo back there? Um, you gotta do what you gotta do, though. Hey, listen to this. Scientists teleport two different objects. What? We'll have more on this story tomorrow. Got this from, uh. Is that real? Yeah, the 5000 sent that. I think Pedro's just gonna come in just to do that from now on. <laughs> Scare Gazoo back there. <laughs> it's so funny. I'll give him little cues like out of the corner of my eye. I'll sort of shake my head like, yeah, do it now, do it now. I feel bad because Dopey's asking for the douchebag's MySpace. Oh, does he have one? Yeah. <laughs> I saw it briefly earlier. It's just like, the reason I'm so cool is me and my girl rule the world. And we make money. But well, actually, she does. She brings to me anti Matt in the 407. Hey, what's up, guys? I was just sitting, listening to the hideout, watching Cheaters on mute on TV. <laughs> Great show. All right. <sighs> yeah, I get this online. Shocker, a stripper dating a douchebag. Why does that happen? How do you date someone and not get into their freak? No, I don't like when she does it. No, man. 
I like the money she makes. I'm disappointed. I, that's in you. one thing I like. I like the money. I'm she uses it for lube. <laughs> I'm, I am disappointed that you didn't step up. Does anybody find him interesting? Anybody ever? That's why it would have been fun to hear you yell at him, because he's not interesting unless we put him in his place. Even then. All right. Dopey says this. Dude, dude. Have Pedro in studio, ask one question to Screech, mm. then do the whole rest of the interview focusing on Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> Just to like about his home life, Pedro's, <laughs> and his beautiful wife and manager. They're two different girls, but I wonder if he's had them both in bed before. That's really the end of the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Guess what I have in my hand? What? This guy's phone number and real name. Who? The, the guy that came in. No. You get rid of that. Uh-oh. I got a lost spoiler for you. No, no. shut up. Please don't. <sighs> Saheed don't. makes a rap. Shut up, no! Hold on! Just listen! It's not going to ruin it for you. It's the, how it begins. Sahid makes a raft and sells all the way to cheaters at Cocoa Beach. <laughs> you didn't hear that. It's a joke. It was funny. Now you're the douchebag. <laughs> all right. Yeah, they're just scaring Kazoo back there now. Kazoo actually heard Pedro come in for a second, so there was like nothing going on. I kind of waited. I was like, no, no. And then Pedro like waited like a minute or two, and we're all like, oh, I don't want to hear anything with the lost spoilers or anything. And uh, next thing I hear this big crash. And, and him then, screaming like a girl back there. All right, Dubs, that does it for another stellar third Wednesday night. Wonderful. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tomorrow let's have more of the emails from the gay Craigslist ads. And why don't you repost them too, Dubs? I will do that tonight. So we'll get some more of that. Um, I do want to thank Sin. Yes. It's, yes. You know, don't take it out on her that she's dating a douche. Her boyfriend sucks at a thing called life. She's <laughs> a dumbass. Why am I laughing at that? I don't know. It was so random. Uh, she's going to be a... Right, enough, enough, seriously, I've had enough. It's annoying. Um, I'll see be her performing out. at Cheaters this weekend. <laughs> Cheaters at Cocoa Stop Beach. Right, that's everything. Wake up with the Monsters in the morning. Schoenberg, midday, Phillips file in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout at Road Radio 104.1. Be somebody always talk good. Question everything. Stay classy. All the information, Marquee Madness. RoadRadio.fm, pick your pony, RoadRadio.fm. Um, now, the, the final two slots and uh, the final score square challenge, that's also on RoadRadio.fm. Highlights of the show on hideoutheretics.net, fullblownades.com. We out, bitch, 5,000. All right, man, 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 
5,000. All right, man, 5,000. Break me once, shame on you. Break me twice, shame on me. Five thousand.